Hey, when does the show start? Okay. okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is the Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time. If I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of the Bailey Show. All right, here it is Monday, the 26th day of June, 2023. Hope you had a great weekend. Thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. My key card still works. There you go. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. Feel free to use that in the next four hours. You can also text us at that same number, 916-909-0985. Messaging and data rates are going to apply. The Odyssey app, hopefully you've got that. You can get our podcast there as well as thebaileyshow.com and give us a follow on social media. At Listen to the BS, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Also on the YouTube at The Bailey Show. My day has been made. I found a uh, possible new go-to, and they want to use my posts from said restaurant in some marketing and publicity. Really? I think I might have found your... uh, it's it's a it's a good alternative to uh or one of one of my faves. Oh, hmm. I will definitely go to this place over males any day. Well, that's I was trying to avoid saying uh-huh. that, but yeah, I uh, wanna say it. Just, look, you don't have a problem with the restaurant, you have a problem with that girl. Right. I have a move on from it. Get over it. I have a problem. Right. No, you know what it's your fault. I don't have a problem with the restaurant. You just took us there too much and I don't want to eat it anymore. She's burned out. Right. What you saying? Well, stop being bitchy about it. I mean, like, I'm it's not. a good establishment. I don't want them to listen and be like, oh, that radio show hates us. Because I don't. I love you guys. No, you love them, and I don't hate them. I just prefer not to go. Um, Black Bear Diner. Oh, they Had are that. delicious. It was good. Oh, mm-hmm. both been there? Mm-hmm. It's one right by his house. Yep. There's one right by my house. One right by my house. And But I went to the one when we went hiking. The one out there in um, out that Arbor, yeah. It, what did it remind you of? Being in a cabin somewhere, in yeah, like kind of like kind of like kind of like back in Georgia a little <laughs> right. bit, right? Yeah. That's, that's, that's the vibe I got too, because all the dark wood. Yeah, uh, it was like Perkins meets Waffle House. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of, it was it was really good. Like I a Shoney's. Do you remember Shoney's? Yeah, yeah I me. Mean, yes. It's a Shoney's. Yes. Yeah, it was Shoney's vibe to me. So, like, Rach and I were doing the my wife Rachel and I were doing some uh, some errands this weekend, and then. Um, uh, I was like, we we're starving. Oh, we we're going to, it's right across the street from Costco in Roseville. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, it's going to be, it's a, we're starving. We haven't eaten all day. I was like, this is a bad idea to go into Costco. And <laughs> you're like, hungry. Let's get some right. food. So I was like, where do you want to go and eat? And I was looking around and I was like, oh, I always pass this Black Bear Diner and I never go in there. I was like, let's go in there. So we go in there and like we had this hamburger salad. And like we, we'll usually do, she'll order something, I'll do something, we'll split it half and half. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of times, we'll just get one meal and split it between us. Right. Uh, just, you know, because we never finish it anyway. They had this breakfast sandwich. It was the breakfast club, and it was on this like Parmesan encrusted bread. It was ridiculous. It was so good. Like ham and bacon and eggs and cheese uh and their hash browns are ridiculous oh my god they're so homemade i had a breakfast sandwich too but mine was on like french toast bread 
And this guy next, well, everybody, you know, I have this rule where I, I, I don't like to and I usually don't eat breakfast after 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So even if it's 1045 and I get there and I got to order something, knowing that it's coming after 11, that's lunchtime for me. Cutting it close. You so, know what? You're giving me such PTSD flashbacks. That's how I grew up. That was my dad's rule because that's like some military thing. Where did you get that from? Well, the years I served. Oh, please. You served no years. I was a black marine in 69. Where did you get that from? That's crazy. So it's programmed in me to not eat breakfast after 11 a.m. because it was that way my whole life. Yeah. When I was doing a tour in Korea, my um, private general. Private general. Like he was just, it was my own general. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't belong to anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) It was a major deal, but... (laughs) I can't even finish the story. No, I, I lost myself. But <laughs> no, that's how that's how I grew up. I don't know if it was instilled in me or or I just learned it on accident. I, I I don't know, but that's how I've always been. People have always thought I was weird for that. So you're the only other person I've ever heard say that. I wish I could be a late night breakfast guy. Now after midnight, that's breakfast. It is. So if you're out and you're drinking mm-hmm. and you want some of that kind of food and you hit up whatever op- is open, right? You. you Go at it. You can. That's like open season up until about five a.m. Like midnight to five, you can get whatever you want. Oh, that's when the whole menu is open. Right. That's when the whole menu. <laughs> no, no pancakes for dinner at seven p.m. No, 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 no. Oh. Not in my house. That's not happening. <laughs> not with me. It's not happening. But cheeseburger and some waffles. You can do that if it's three a.m. Correct. Okay. And then the whole world went and confused me and started doing chicken and waffles, and now I don't know what to do. I don't Absolutely. know what time that's for. <laughs> <laughs> That's for any time. So we got, it was like close to noon. So we got a little bit of, you know, we got the, the breakfast thing. And it was after 11. So it was after kind of my go-to. Mm-hmm. But it had that lunchy feel to it. So it passed the. Okay, because it was on a sandwich. Yeah, it passed the 11 o'clock Got test. you. Got you. But anyway, they, I, you know, I tweeted out my, I took a picture of my wife sitting behind the food. And you know, I'm, a, I'm a food porn type of guy. And uh, I posted it and tagged them on it, obviously. And they're like, can we reuse this? If so, hashtag Black Bear Yes. <laughs> So, wow. and then they posted on the show, uh, social media, something, you know, and everything's bare. Like, I hope you had a bear good time. And this, and I was mm-hmm. like, we bear, I was like, oh, we, oh, thank you very much. You know, I was just, <laughs> no, you did not. Oh, of I did. course he did. You know, he did. I did. That I is did. right up his alley. I did. I did. I did. Did you, uh, did you see the latest Fafo? Of course I did. You already know it. So I don't know if this is. Okay, so this guy uh, was fishing in the Everglades in Florida, and uh, there's I've read two different things. I've read one that he was a dumbass and puts his hand in the water next to a shark, and he knew it was there. And then I've heard that he was washing his hands, which makes sense because if you're fishing, you put your you wash your hands in the water all the time. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, this shark grabs him and yanks him in the water. Sure did. Uh, they don't know exactly what type of shark. Again. Different reports I've seen, lemon shark, bull shark. In the Everglades, that's crazy. I, I don't know where they're at in the Everglades. That- I didn't think that sharks was in there. Because when I saw the video, the water looks very, like, murky. like a Right. So I'm like, I didn't know sharks was out there. But still. I didn't either. <laughs> you probably knew they was out there, and you knew something was out there. It's your fault. Well, th- th- did he know that there was a shark in the water when he put his hand in there? I feel like he was summoning the shark. That's what I felt like from when I watched. Well, the video. I don't know if he was summoning the shark, yeah. but I, I like my 
if memory serves, when I see it, there was a shark. Like, he could see the shark, and he put his hand in the water. He did. Like, like how do you splash around? Like, come here, But come he saw here. the shark. The, yeah. Like, he, the shark was there, and he still put his hand in the he water. put his hand in the water. He summons it, splashed around, like, come over here, Play. and then it came. Two seconds, won't do anything. Did you hear that? His friend said, why would you put your hand in there? Yeah, and he said, two seconds, it won't do anything. Uh Exactly. So he summons the shark, and he came. Stop saying he summons the shark. Making him sound like Like witches of Eastwick or something. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so this one, I'm with you. It's his fault. It's a fafo. And I I don't want to say I wish more would have happened, but... Jesus It would have been a little bit more entertaining <laughs> if he got splashed around a little extra for being silly. You're, you're the person that can't stab someone just once. You've got, <laughs> you've got to do it till, the, till the, the knife slips out of your hand because you have so much blood on it. Because, Psychopath. listen, he does this. This is his fault. And what does the news headline say? He was attacked. He was not attacked. No, he well, yes, he was attacked, but he kind of asked for it. <laughs> oh, he definitely asked yeah, for he, it. Yeah, he, he faffoed it. You know, you F around and you find out. All right, 916-909-0985 if you want to start us out. When we get back, I'll tell you what we got to give to you. Very cool ticket. Uh, we'll do that at the end of this hour. Also, now that my wife is here in Sacramento, which is great, which is nice, uh, but we've been apart for the most part for like three months, I take her and introduce her to some places here in town and I find out she's got an addiction. <laughs> she's got a problem. We're going to have to do an intervention. We're going to get some help for her. I'll tell you about that here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, welcome back. Uh, Disturb Breaking Benjamin. They'll be at the Toyota Amphitheater July 18th. Those are the tickets you can win here in about 30 minutes. Courtesy of Live Nation. You got to be 20, 21 or up to win? What? That's not right. That's not right. For Disturbed? Yeah. Now, why would you have to be 21 and up to go to a concert at the Toy Amphitheater? That makes zero sense. Oh, well, maybe that's wrong. Well, yeah, it's got to be wrong. <laughs> we'll check on that, but I'm pretty sure it's wrong. That can't be correct. Uh, so uh, my wife's in town, and uh, I'm very happy about it. She lives here now, which is great. It's weird to say that I allowed my wife to come live with me. But after three months of this transition period, which, by the way, I, I, I don't recommend it to anybody. You know, like I thought it was going to be a really, really cool experience to to move cross country and very simple. I'm glad I'm here. Don't get me wrong. I love Sacramento. I really, really do. I'm digging it. I'm digging all the stuff we can do. It's all new to us, blah, blah, blah. But it ain't easy. Like it's especially if you've got a lot of stuff. It's, I can't believe you thought it would be simple, especially for the fact that you had an entire house and an entire family and five dogs to move. No joke. What was I thinking? Right? I don't know what you were thinking because <laughs> nothing about that even sounds simple. I was being not even cautiously. I was just being optimistic. I was being aggressively optimistic. <laughs> yeah. That's what, I, that's, that's that's what, what the, I would call that. Aggressively yeah. optimistic. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it. Uh, nothing, uh, what is it? Uh, nothing's easy. Nothing good. Nothing, nothing good, worth good. having is easy. Right. There you go. There you go. So you got to work for it. We're definitely putting in the work and, and, and it's fun. But now she's here. You know, outside of the stress of selling our house back in Georgia, uh, everything's good. We got all of our stuff at this house, and, uh, you know, we're, we're whatever. So this weekend, we went out and we did some stuff, you know. Uh, went to Sky River, which I'll talk about later, but uh, she wanted to go do this blueberry picking thing. Yes, we've been trying to go for weeks. In El Dorado Hills. Now, I like blueberries. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. 
I could go without going to pick my own blueberries. I'm more than happy to go to a store and just grab the blueberries off the shelf <laughs> and then do something else with my day. But every guy knows in order to happy life, happy wife, happy life, what all that saying and mm-hmm. stuff. So she wants to go and pick her own blueberries, whatever. The There's place more there than just blueberries for us to pick, by the way. What else is there? We can pick strawberries and a variety of other fruits that's out on the farm. Okay, I, I've I've really no desire to pick my own vegetables. Well, I mean, fruit. initially you weren't going with us anyway. It was just me and Rach going. I don't even know how you got invited. Actually, I heard the opposite. I heard you were like the last minute stand-in. I definitely wasn't. Remember, oh. I did the story for the Blueberry Festival. That's not what this is, though. Because this is now because we couldn't get into the festival. No. So no. don't ever get it twisted. All right. I don't know why you like feel like you have this ownership over my wife. Like every time it's I bring not up, she's like, ownership. Oh, I just well, said we, we these, were going. We had these plans way before. Why you're bashing it? Right. That's all I'm saying. I'm the one that gives the ding ding. You don't. So you're just like a third party. You're 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 you're, you're tagged <laughs> in every once in a while. We allow you to hang. How about that? Okay, sure. I need somebody to allow me to hang. Um, especially after last night. You're you're on probation. Me? Yeah, you. How am I on probation? Over an hour late for dinner? Well, it's not my fault that things ran over I was doing. Well, I communicated with her. I didn't just show up late. We, I cooked ahi tuna. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was supposed to cook ahi tuna. Turned out to be not so ahi <laughs> by the time she got there. Hour late. <laughs> Sitting there waiting. I said, no, because the rule should be, right, Nelson? If somebody is more than 20 minutes late, mm-hmm. you should just go ahead and eat, yeah. put their stuff in the microwave. Yep. They can figure it out at another point in time. Mm-hmm. Right? And I would have been okay with that. She wouldn't let me do it. Oh. oh, she was waiting for me. She's so sweet. We were waiting for you. <laughs> well, not technically, because when I got there, you were done eating. Oh, I know. I said enough's <laughs> enough. I was over. An hour. I could see you eating that an hour. Over an hour. Over an hour. Anyway, okay. not even, the point. Even to say over an hour, you would think we ate at 9 o'clock. It was 7.30. So I got stuff to do. I got to be in bed by 9.12. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> So we go to this, uh, God, I just forgot the, the, how to pronounce the name. I just asked people to. It's the swap meet. Yes. I'm going to say it. I want to butcher it. It's been around for like 75 years. Uh, the family, Deneo, open that door and scream at them. Um, <laughs> Glenn knows. And, dude, <laughs> like, this is literally four miles from my house in Roseville. And we, you can spend a weekend at this place. This place goes on, like it's in the, never in a million years would you imagine that this existed this close to my house and right then and there. I just don't see you as a swap meter either. Denios. 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 Yep. Now, I know for those of you that have lived here a very long time, this is nothing new. Just kind of bear with me as I as I insert myself in the landscape. This place is awesome. Like, people were bringing buggies. And then we're walking around, like, because they're getting so much stuff. And then my wife wants to get stuff because it's like half swap meat, half uh, farmer's market. Yeah, and the prices are, I'm sure, a lot reasonable there. Oh, dude, we have for five bucks, we got, like, these two baskets of cherries. See? Oh, yeah, that's way better than you're going to get at a store, and I bet they're better quality, too. What do you mean, see? I didn't have to pick them. I just picked them up. Yeah, but still, (laughs) it's the fact that you get the freshness (sighs) of it, and it's a cheaper price. So we're walking around, and I start to learn, and maybe this has happened in the past three months since I've been away from my wife. I'm not sure. But she's developed this addiction to things that she just doesn't need. Like, we have an entire house 
with boxes, with stuff that when we open them, they're technically going to be brand new. Mm-hmm. Like, we have so much, we don't need to add more stuff to the house. No. She's like, oh, let's see if bees, that's our daughter, Ariel, we'll call her bees. See if she needs these cowboy boots. Oh, let's talk, let's get this. So we got cowboy boots. Then we get to the farmer's market section, and it's all this fruit. And she's like, oh, do you want a pineapple? Do you want this? Do you want this? I'm like, honey, I, we're, we're going to the grocery store. I, I don't. We don't need anything right now because I know what was going to happen, which did happen. I'd be walking around with 85 pounds of produce, mm-hmm. and I'm carrying it, and I didn't want to do that. Oh, because you guys didn't have a little cart or anything to go no, in there with. No, that's all she was doing, bitching about this little buggy. Oh, we don't have a buggy. <laughs> we don't have a buggy. We got a buggy at the house. We should buy a buggy. We're not buying a buggy. We got a buggy at the I'm coming back next weekend. <laughs> I'm bringing Nikki with me, so I'm going to bring Uh-oh. the buggy. It's danger zone. I'm like... I'm like you're gonna, you're gonna, you're, I mean, this place is, um, this is huge. huge. I want to, I can't wait to go see it. I'm gonna go see it. It's like the size of Rhode Island. I mean, it is that big. <laughs> it's, it is. It just goes on and on and on. You get lost. So, like, you didn't see anything in there that you could have been like, oh gosh, I really need to pick this up. Oh, absolutely. But so, I didn't want to carry it around. This was kind of like, you know, I'm a, <laughs> you know, it's not going anywhere. It's there all the time. I, I, I just wanted to ease myself in and scope it out and know where. Okay, so I need eye hooks. I know I can go there for okay, eye hooks. Yeah. I need hammers. I can go there for hammers. Oh, we a- had all stuff like that. Just real quick, name something. Three, two, one, go. Glitter. They got it. <laughs> <laughs> Try it again. Three, two, one. A sewing machine. Got it. <laughs> they got it. They got everything. Everything. And then people were like, had these little buggies and they're pulling them. And they got sewing machines and glitter just piled up on there. <laughs> Because it's so inexpensive. <laughs> it was, and it was great. People watching it. People were getting food. They got little restaurants. They got little, not restaurants, but, you know, little, little like. Food trucks that pop little up pop things. Up stands and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. Food okay. places. Yeah. They had some places that were kind of antique which I thought was, I like antique stuff. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, I like uh, snow globes. But uh, take an entire day. Well, I don't want to stay there all day. You got to. You stay bad. I just want to go for a couple of hours and walk around. You literally could buy a bed for cheap and stay the night. And I have a buggy. <laughs> buy a bed for cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you could scout the place, bring your buggy, sleep in your buggy, wake up the next day, and then get your keep going. And then keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like five bucks to get in, and you park. Simple park. You get out. You walk around. You join the people. And uh, it's great people watching. Everybody's very nice, very polite. And, and here's the other thing that I really like. The people that were, you know, because when you think kind of swap meet, if you ever been to the Bahamas, you know, they got the straw market. And it's a haggle and a hassle. Mm. It's both. Right. You know, it's it can be intimidating if you've never done it. It's a pain in the ass because people are like, oh, buy mine or buy mine and I'll give you a good price. They weren't, Maybe they do do this. They didn't do it to us. So it was a, it was kind of like a pleasant shopping experience. I didn't have to like we went out like how much for the cowboy boots, x amount of dollars. Okay, bam. It was just that simple. But you oh. didn't try and haggle. I was about to say you couldn't. You didn't oh, even try I'm to not. bargain or negotiate though. So I was going to, but I was list. I don't know. That's a great question. I well, yeah. I didn't hear anybody haggling. Oh, okay. So I don't know if I love to haggle. If that's the protocol, right? You don't want to be out of order. Yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting to hear, like, because I was, I was gonna be like, "Oh, you take eight instead of ten, you know, just to win." Mm-hmm. But I didn't hear anybody else doing it, <laughs> so I didn't want to. Like, I, I was afraid if I did it, I'd have all these people turn on me and go, 
who's the new guy? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that here. We don't do yeah, we, we don't do that here. <laughs> Did you need points? Did you not read the sign? No haggling. <laughs> like zooms in. Right. Oh. I didn't see that sign. <laughs> I was oh, telling bro. Nelson, dude, you know, uh, something for the kids. You go out there for for cheap. Mm-hmm. You know, say spend five bucks on each kid. They'll mm-hmm. probably they'll get a buggy's worth of stuff, glitter and sewing machines. Because that's what I need more crap in my tiny apartment. But but did they have clothes out there? Could you get them some cute little oh, outfits? No, clothes I could take you up on on that. Yeah, kids need clothes. I mean, they've got some clothes, but they're going to need school clothes too. I mean, do you not wash their clothes? Yeah, I wash their. Cl- what do you think? Uh, it's a one time use. New clothes. And how many times? <laughs> Let it. You missed it, but how many times have I told you you're not supposed to make those noises when I have this music playing, by the way? Did, did. you hear the gurgle? I heard the gurgle. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say something. Oh, my God. I can't go and pull the gurgle if you don't give it to me clean. You, you don't know? need it. You don't need oh. it. Can we talk to your acid reflux? No. <laughs> Just for a second. Pull the bed down. Pull the bed down. Hey, acid reflux. It's Jason. Hello. Not here. Can you shh, talk into your belly? Next time you decide to erupt, can you do it when we're not playing this bed? Yeah. 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 Just do it like this so we can pull the audio so we can have a clean that. <laughs> Thank you, dinosaurs. <laughs> You're not welcome. I did. I heard it. That was God, loud. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But I don't bring it. I don't pay attention to it because when you got the bed up, it's kind of I pointless. know. It's a, it's a waste. Yeah. That was a long one, too. It had like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> That's a gurgle to it. Yeah. It's like a noise you'd hear on a science show. <laughs> yes! So crazy. Like there's nothing else you all can think about oh or my hear. God. Like the scientist is like, when you mix this with that, you get... Watch out! <laughs> Stand back, kids. Put your goggles on. <laughs> you know the Komodo dragon is angry when it goes... <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. All right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why a woman shot and killed her Uber driver and what Vanna White is requesting. All right, two big stories from today. Get your first round of headlines here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. The BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. And here we go. First round of headlines, Nikki D. Fear of kidnapping caused a woman to pull the trigger, H1. He's not a criminal or a kidnapper like people are assuming on the internet. It's so easy to go make your assumptions and just make up scenarios, but that's that's not who he is. This woman, this woman, this story leaves me with a lot of questions. Uh, A woman was visiting El Paso, Texas, visiting her boyfriend there. She's an older woman. She's from Kentucky, and she got in an Uber going somewhere, and where they were located uh, in Texas, they started seeing the signs that said uh, some city was coming up in Mexico. So the lady is claiming that she thought the Uber driver was kidnapping her and taking her across the border into Mexico. Ooh. So she goes into her purse and pulls out her handgun, and she shoots him in the head right in the Uber. Wow. The car crashes, and then she takes a picture of him and sends it to her boyfriend. So, of course, she was- says what? I guess. LOL. Here's no, it didn't say exactly what the text message said, but I guess she was showing him what happened or telling him what happened. 
Um, so the police, of course, arrested her. She said that she felt like he was kidnapping her. The police say there's no evidence that she was being kidnapped or that he was taking her anywhere outside of her destination. She says she didn't recognize where they were going, but she's not from there. So would you really recognize where you were going? So at first he was just on life support and she was just charged with aggravated assault. But his family pulled the plug and took him off life support because he was brain dead anyway. Now she's being charged with murder. She didn't ask him. She, she didn't ask him. Pull the trigger. She said there was a language barrier because he was Hispanic. His family is saying there's not a language barrier because he understood and spoke English just fine. Oh. Well, there might be something to that. I don't I don't know. This whole story How old was this lady? This lady is fifty two. Uh no, she's forty eight. That's not it. You said older lady. That's my age. She looks really old in her mugshot. <laughs> you would have said seventy six, I was gonna say, Well, you know, they you know, that age they jump to conclusions. <laughs> Oh, her mugshot photo. Sorry, but she's 48. Well, you know people get squirrely at about 45. That's when everything can the wheels kind of come off. So God, if I had a nickel for every time I just wanted to off my Uber driver. Uh, no, why wouldn't you pick up your phone and call 911 or something? Check the GPS. If you think you're going to Mexico, just a quick like, oh, you know what? It is just a Hispanic name of a street. Got mm-hmm. it. What's well, it? If she didn't ask any questions and just pulled the trigger, like. And I'm sure that the there, there's uh, dash cam. This is why guys get on me about all my cameras, but I guarantee, because most Uber drivers, at least smart ones, they've got dash cam. Out, They're not saying they have any footage. Inside and out. So I get, well, I'm going to guarantee it, but there's a good chance that this guy has footage of inside the car of what happened. But for her not even to ask questions, I mean, that's, that's ballsy. For, I mean, you have to. As a responsible firearm owner, beer user, like you have to, people think it's just easy to pull a trigger. No, it's not. It's not. I mean, you've got a human life in front of you. Absolutely. I mean, I know in this world we live in, for some reason, I don't know how we got here, but the human life is not as is not as much value as it used to be for whatever reason. But you, that's, you know what it takes to sit behind somebody and execute them? And then knowing that the car is going to crash. Right. Like, you might die too, crazy. Like, what were you thinking to do that? So there's this poor there, guy. There's way more to this. There's there has to be. That's what I said. That's what I said when I read it. Like, there has to be something else. Because what I'm reading does not make sense at all. She's arrested, yeah? Oh, yeah. She's in jail. She has a $1.5 million bond. She's oh, really? not getting out anytime soon. Yeah. All right. Next story. Vanna says, show me the money, H2. But as for who Pat wants to replace him, he answered with his signature snarky yet lovable sense of humor. When you retire, I mean, who's going to take the reins? Once I'm gone, I don't care who takes the reins. <laughs> so we all know Pat Sajak has announced that he is leaving Will of Fortune. And this is a question I was asking, which is, well, what is Vanna going to do? Well, Vanna has finally spoken out and said that she will stay, but only if they give her a huge pay increase. Apparently, she's only making $3 million a year, oh. and Pat was making five times that amount. So she wants them to give her uh, way more money. Well, they're not going to give her that. Why not? It, they're going to have to revamp the show. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a package right. deal. I mean, Vanna White was Vanna White because Pat Sajak made Vanna White. Mm, right. Just as much as Vanna White made Pat Sajak, you could say. So the, there's they're not... Because the they're the, whoever they bring in to host, I, I don't, I know they say you know Ryan Seacrest is the top. Ryan Seacrest is not going to host Wheel of Fortune, so whoever they bring in to host, probably they're going to get them for cheap because it's going to be a fairly unknown. Probably, I mean that's 
That's the business now. You find somebody that you can bring in and say, hey, we're going to pay you a million dollars a year. That's huge. We'd love Anybody would love to make a million. You can get a comedian that's Absolutely. got mic skills, a million dollars a year. You can go into OnlyFans or Instagram and find a pretty young girl that's got 30-year shelf life of spinning numbers. Vanna White, as much of a name as she has with the product, you can do without. Dang. That's- it's it's just she's she's her shelf life is up. You know, I mean, I know that sounds horrible, but like if if Pat Sajak were to stay and Vanna was causing a problem, could you replace somebody with Pat Sajak? Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, he's the host of the show. It's his show. Yeah, but it's like they're they've been a team for so long, and she was just as influential on the show as he was, so he shouldn't have made five times more than her. But it's it's to well, I'm, l- let's look at the workload alone. How often is Vanna White speaking during the show? Yeah, but they're they're there the same amount of time. Doesn't matter. What is she doing? She's spinning numbers. He's running. The, he's running the ship. It's, I mean, right? He's interacting with the guests. He's running all of the games. Well, this is not one of those equal pay things. It's I'm a, not saying it's equal, a job. It's a job. I mean, What's your job? Give her a little bit more money. Should be three million dollars to spin letters. Yeah, but she I'm okay. did it for a long period of time, so she everybody a, gets pay increases. She made a, and I'm sure she did at some point. I she made a living. All she had to do was stay slim. She made like literally there is zero skill to she that job. She hasn't had to spin uh, letters for a long time either. She did all the right. appearances yeah, just, and things like that for the show. She, yeah, she gets paid she for appearances. Things. And you telling me those are touch screens? Those aren't touch screens. No, no, no. All, now she's been doing is pointing. Right. Just point at the right time. When you point the, the producer in the back, the Nelson in the back goes, A. Yeah. Ding. God forbid she has to she has to walk over to the final round. Oh my God. Now that's worth three million dollars to take ten steps so she can go join everyone for that big happy shot at the end of the show. Do you know how hard it is standing up for hours in high heels? Her feet was hurting. So it's not like her job was some cushiony job where she was just up there walking around in orthopedic. Say, say that again at the beginning of that. Say that the, the first couple of words you said. How, how how hard it is to, to walk in high heels. For, no, no, no. You gave a time for rate. hours. Okay. How long's the show? I don't. The it's thir- thirty minutes. They don't. That's just not take, hours. They don't just tape one show a day. I know you know that. that it's they thir- tape. Several. It's a 30-minute show there for hours with 12 right. minutes of commercials. Oh, please. Right, and it, yeah, each show isn't even 30 minutes. Right, exactly. She stood there for hours. They don't take one show. Yeah, but how many days? You know what? I'll stand there for hours for $3 million. In high, In high heels. heels. In high heels. F&A right. <laughs> you know it and look good doing it. Yeah. Oh, please. I would own those high heels. <laughs> I, I would get the biggest stilettos money could buy. <laughs> I'd say I'm earning my $3 million. <laughs> Pat Sajak, you know how hard it is to stand there with penny loafers? Oh, my God. There's no arch support. For hours. No arch support at all. Uh-uh. Oh, God please. forbid he's got plantar fasciitis. Oh, you're done. Then he's got to bend over? That'll you know, drop a guy. You know how many, you know how many, you know how many back issues you could possibly have mm-hmm. bending over, spinning that wheel? <laughs> Whatever. Right. He doesn't just, just point. Right. No, he doesn't have to point. He has to actually probably do calisthenics before the well, start of the Well, he's got to spin the final spin yeah. every time. Oh, wow. That's so strenuous. A lot more strenuous than pointing at a box that lights up <laughs> for three million dollars. You kidding me? But anyway, no, they, they won't. They won't pay her more money. No, they're gonna wish her well. They'll send her off with class. You know, they'll thank you for your service type of deal. Right. Wish you well in your future endeavors. But there, there's no reason to have the old mixed with the new. It's just not going to be there. The chemistry won't be there. 
They're going to they're gonna have part. to start all over again. Yes. They'll, they'll have to revamp the show, too. They, they have yeah. to do, they'll have to bring something new. That's the, that's the, that's, that's what happened with Jeopardy. They should have changed the sh- tweaked, not changed, but tweaked the show saying it's new without Alex Trebek. Mm-hmm. Like, we're adding this. We're doing something new. Like, I wouldn't have gone with Ken Jennings. I would have gone with somebody that's smart but witty and that's got some kind of funny. Mm, yeah. You know, like a Mark McGrath. Jeopardy Joe. Oh, yeah, but he's got to be able to say the hard words is the thing. Well, that's where you have some guy who points off to the side and goes, give me that word. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny, actually. All right, I need two players. If you want to get in on Uber Smart, Nelson over the weekend goes and uh, does not shoot but uh, asks questions to Uber drivers. And uh, all you have to do is yay or nay their response. I mean, that's all it really is. And then I got these disturbed Breaking Benjamin tickets up for grabs July 18th at the Toyota Amphitheater. Uh, Nikki D will help both of you along the way here. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Need two players. Uber Smart. We'll do that here in just a minute. It's the BS on NA Rock. Yes. Uber Smart. How smart is your average rideshare driver? Uber Smart. I am the smartest man alive. Uber Smart. Well, let's find out. It's Uber Smart. I'm smarter than the average bear. Uber Smart. Uber Smart. The podcast promo drives me insane. I know. You never end a thought with a beep. Because you can't figure out what the beep is. Right. So I don't know what the guy's saying. Maybe might make me listen to the podcast on the Odyssey app, but nonetheless, it's for those that like are on the fence, what's the cuss word? You gotta go listen to find out. Which is well, I'm sure he doesn't repeat the cuss word in every podcast. No. You know, that's what you're supposed to get from the promo, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. Uh, we've got these disturbed breaking Benjamin tickets up for grabs. We got Amanda and Sack. How are you, Amanda? I am great. How are y'all doing? Good. good. You have a good weekend. I did. Yeah. Where are you originally from? With that, y'all? I am from Tyler, Texas. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say. We My don't. Friend lives there. Don't be making fun of me. Oh no 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 no! I'm a y'all guy. We. I mean, Nikki and I are yallers. I mean, that's that's. We from the south. Yeah, that's that's um, we're yallers. So <laughs> I'm just asking. I picked up on that. Uh let's get your competition. There's Mike and Dixon. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good. Did you have a good weekend? Uh I did. Yeah. I went to a swap meet. By the way, I found out you can haggle at the swap meet. Absolutely. Somebody texted in and told us that. Yeah, so I'm I'm going back this weekend with our buggy when I'm being told and she wants me to haggle. Okay. I'm going to save $6. <laughs> I'll save $6. But, but it's not the point. The point is that I'm winning. <laughs> That's the whole point of the haggle. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's play Uber Smart. Nelson goes out, talks to an Uber driver, asks some real basic trivia questions. You just have to yay or nay if they'll know the answer. Nikki D will help both of you along the way. Do we understand a man and Mike? Yep, I get it. Uh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, let's introduce our Uberist. Go ahead. What's your name? Cheyenne. And Cheyenne, how long have you been in Sac? I grew up here, so all my life. I'm 28. What's the best part about living in Sacramento? It's really the trees, honestly. I love all the shade. So you like to get out into nature? I love to hike, yes. You got like a secret spot that nobody knows about? Um, I know up near Folsom, there's a lot of trails. What's your favorite uh, movie? Uh, My favorite movie is The Little Mermaid. Did you see the new one? I haven't seen the new one yet, no. 
you got you just don't care about live action or you just haven't had time uh, i don't care for live action as much i like the cartoon the animated one what's your favorite thing to do in your free time um i like to exercise tell me something interesting about yourself i was a former athlete ran track and played basketball for like 10 years all right so she sounds like she knows what she's talking about right well not really nope. sounds like she's kind of <laughs> smart really. right i'm not picking that up you think she sounds? She thinks she sounds ditzy. I think she might be a little airy. Like, oh my god! Like you yeah. asked me a question. Who's the big creepy guy? I'm not sure. All right, uh, Amanda, you are first. So here's the first question. Remember, if you get it right, you get a point. If not, that point goes to the competition. Here we go. A one. At a restaurant, if they were serving deer meat on the menu, what would they call it? At a restaurant, if they're serving deer meat, uh, what would they call it, Nikki D? Venison. Venison is correct. <laughs> now, the question is, Amanda, will Cheyenne know venison? Yay or nay? No. You think she won't? I think this one's kind of easy, but this this will be our, our bargaining chip to see. I'm going to say yay, though. What do you want to go with? It's up to you, Amanda. She's on your team. I'm still She's- saying no. She's little young, and she sounds ditzy. No offense. Yeah. Well, you know what they say. Those young kids don't know about deer meat. Right, a nickel. Do they say that? What they say? That's what they say. That's what I say. <laughs> of course. So in the back of a restroom bathroom door. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. So nay on venison. Let's go uh, a two. The weirdest I go is lamb, which is not very weird. Uh, bison? No. It's actually. It's so. You're so close. It's venison. Venison. Oh. I like how you slowed it down for. Not the sun. It's venison. Right, <laughs> the sun. Because we want her to get that sun from the yeah, bison. Not the bison. You're um. so close to bison. <laughs> venison. Steve Madden. <laughs> Steve. All right, Amanda, you got a point. You're on the board. Nicely done, Mike. Next question. Uber Smarts for you. B two. What is the right. 27 Club? All right, Nikki D, what is the 27 Club? <laughs> uh, a club for people that are young? No. You know what it is, right, Mike? Nope, I have no idea. <laughs> really? I'm with you on this one. Okay. I've never yeah, heard God. of this. Not going to get beat up on this question. <laughs> Thank God. I was like, <laughs> what? The 27 Club is famous people who have died at 27. Kurt Cobain... Okay. Amy yeah. Winehouse. Hendrix. Hendrix died. Uh, Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. Was dead at 27. Wait, yeah. what is this? Just like a list or something? Yeah. Oh, oh it's it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a thing. Okay. Yeah. Pretty you got. You really didn't know that, Mike? Nope. And I don't think she's gonna know it either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it either, Mike. So hey, I'm with you. Uh, yeah. uh, all right. So nay for Cheyenne knowing uh, famous people who died at 27. Right. She better not know this. That's crazy. <laughs> all right. Here, here we go. B two. Oh, and um, a lot of famous uh, artists and musicians or actors, they, uh, they die at 27. That's absolutely right. Yeah. yeah. Well, you got to be kidding me. She doesn't know medicine, but ben- she knows she this. Know but she knows that. Yeah. Oh, hey, why are those God. two things connected? Like, Well, you got a point. <laughs> I don't think it's an odd question, but I knew the answer. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. Well, unfortunately, Mike, that point goes to Amanda. Fortunately, Amanda, you're up 2-0, and you are got uh, the board here. Next question is for you, C1. How many 
many colors would you find in a regular bag of M&Ms? All right, Nikki D, another great question. How many colors are in a regular bag of M&Ms? Not the peanut ones? Uh, Just answer the question. Don't ask, don't ask any questions. Just answer the question. Five. No. One. Really? One color? Okay, three. No, what? Are you just saying numbers now? Are you even no, because, focusing? because he confused me when I said, does he mean a regular bag? Just or a regular it? bag of M&M's. Not the peanut ones? Okay. I just said that. Regular bag of how many colors? Like okay, we'll seven. Or, no. She's dancing around it, though. <laughs> why would you not go in order? Why would you jump from five to seven? Why don't, if you're guessing numbers, why wouldn't you go five, six, seven, eight? <laughs> Because I'm feeling like it's the colors of like the rainbow, so I'm trying to count them. It's six. All right, to save everyone agony right, and time. Fine. Six is what we're looking for. Amanda, will Cheyenne know six? That's another thing that I think everybody knows. No, they don't. All right. All right. Amanda? No, because no, she won't know six because I'm lit with five. So, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure that I'm uh, a little brighter than she is. Oh wow, Amanda, we might wow. get you and Cheyenne in a cage. You guys will cat fight. <laughs> I need to come to her for the next Uber Smart. Are you an Uber driver? Let me interview you. I actually am an Uber driver. All right. Wow. All right. is like, I know that bitch Cheyenne. She's stupid. <laughs> Dumbass drives her Hyundai all around town. I'll be to your spot next. And I can't prove it, but I think she's a whore. Oh, oh no. I would never go that far. No. <laughs> I'm joking. These are jokes. All right, so uh, yay or nay, Amanda? Nay. Sorry, Red Bull caught me. No. No. No, okay. she will not know it. All right, all good. Nay on this one. C2. Red, blue, green, brown. Wait, what am I? Oh, yellow. Five? It's actually six. <laughs> You're missing orange. Oh. Murr. <laughs> Murr. Oh. <laughs> Like her battery's dying. <laughs> All right, Mike, we got to get back in the game, brother man, because if you don't get this, game is over. All right, game. Yeah, I'm about to get cut out. Oh, boy. No, 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 no. I think last week this happened, too, and the, they actually came back and won, if memory serves. All right, Mike, here's your question. You got to get this right. D1. What is the human body's largest organ? All right, Nikki D, what is the human body's largest organ? Your heart. No. Your lungs. Yeah. No. What's that, Mike? Your skin. Your skin. That is correct. Oh, darn. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> Thanks. I know it. I'm sure Nelson appreciates the, the data boy. Feeling good this week. I don't take it. I don't yeah. take right nine. She hasn't got one right. She, you know, that one really hits home. Oh, my God. Tight work over there, Big, big Nell. Thank you. <laughs> All right, skin is the answer. That is what we're looking for. Mike, yay or nay, Cheyenne's going to know skin. I'm, I'm going to say yay. I think she's going to know this one. I don't think she's going to know this, Mike. I don't. I uh, mean, not only because I didn't know it, but I just don't think she'll know it. But Nikki D uh, does believe she'll go, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike, it's up to you, but you got to get this one right, man. All right, I'm going to go with my gut. I'm going to say yay. She Ag is going to know this. Against Nikki D, who has not gotten one right yet. <laughs> Yep, I got, I got I am it. shocked. All right, so yay on skin, D2. 
That's a tough one. Um, not my strong suit, science. Uh, <laughs> your skin. That's right. I don't think it's it's biology, right? No. Well, at that see, point, what was I going to do? You see what I'm saying? She didn't even know what it is. <laughs> but she got it right. She got it right. That's fine. She's smarter than you. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> she, she's talking trash on her, and she got it right. <laughs> What's wrong with you and Amanda hating on Cheyenne? What did this girl do to you guys? I don't know her. Jesus like, this poor woman's playing our game for us for free, and you guys are beating up on her for a break. All right, uh, Amanda. Yes? You're up, 3-1. <laughs> if you get this right, you get a point. If not, you're letting Mike back in the game big time. So here we go. This, we can't do that. Uh, we cannot do that. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, that Mike knows Cheyenne. What a what? dick. Right. Something on you, Mike. <laughs> He drives in the back seat of that Hyundai. <laughs> All right. Here we go. He won for you, man. What country invented tea? All right, Nikki D. What country invented tea? China. China. Yeah. Oh, that's so stupid. Oh God, you say that like. <laughs> uh, give me some hard ones like M and M's. I'm not going to say that was a good question because I got it right. Right. <laughs> All right, so uh, China is correct. Amanda for the win. Will Cheyenne, your buddy, know China? <laughs> ah, that's a difficult one uh, because she knew skin, so. I think she might know China. This one's she kind of an easy. She know China. Yeah. You sure? Oh, now you're yay. questioning. I know how you work. <laughs> is, is that your logic? Um, well, if she knew skin, she should know China. <laughs> well, it's halfway simple, right? Yeah. I'm going to say yay. I would say yay. I'm going to say yay. She didn't know venison, though. Okay. I'm sorry. What? She said yay. Okay. Yay. Are you sure? I'm going to give you... This is for this is for the win. You're not letting Mike back in if you get this one correct. And I like you. So I'm going to give you an opportunity. You can change it if you okay. want. So I'm going to change it because I... Heard how you do that the last couple rounds, so I'm going to change it. To what? And say no, she doesn't know it's China. Okay, you're locking that in. I am. Ugh, you sure? <laughs> that's, that's, that's how he does. <laughs> go with your gut. Yeah, what? Locking that nay in? I'm locking the nay in. All right, let's find out. E2. India? It's actually the Chinese. Oh, that makes sense. I told you to keep it. Why <laughs> people don't listen to me? I told you to. I said, oh, yeah, well, you, she switched it to the correct thing, right? She I mean, said I, nay. To the correct yeah. answer. I mean, I can't blatantly. She didn't get it right. She yes, said she nay. She oh, she did? Nay. She said nay. Yeah. She said nay. I said nay. That's for the win. I know. I'm trying to retrick. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Oh. Yeah. Congratulations. Nicely done. Mike. Thank you. You tricked me. You were a hell of a player, sir. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got I got one up on the board. Yeah, well, yeah, you did good. Well, I actually got two in my paper because I thought you got it right. But. Yeah. You tricked yourself. I tricked myself. Exactly. That's so, what is he talking about? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I'm so confused. All right, Mike, have yourself a great week. You can try back at any time. Uh, we'll have plenty more of these tickets to give out, okay? All right, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, thank you, sir. Thanks, Mike. Amanda, congratulations. 
Thank you, sir. You've got Disturbed, Breaking Benjamin Passes, July 18th, Toyota Amphitheater, courtesy of Live Nation. Have a great time, and we appreciate you listening to the program, okay? Uh, thank you, guys. All right, Amanda, hang on. Might want to get her number for Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, number, address. <laughs> I need to get into her area and get her on an Uber. Don't worry, Amanda. We'll come with a chaperone if Nelson comes out to you. <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. Freak out a little bit. <laughs> oh, for sure. So for the last couple of weeks, we've been running this really, really cool promotion with Nickelback. You know, we had Chad Kruger on, and Nickelback's coming to town, and all the good stuff, and we gave an opportunity to one of you if you want to get up on stage and sing Rockstar with the band. Once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And we had some great submissions uh, uh, on the website, carexq.net, the station website. So we want to, as we narrow down the finalists, talk to a couple of them on the show. So we're going to have one of the finalists on here when we return. We'll play his audio, some of the other audio as well and then we'll go from there and tell the rest of you that are listening what you can do uh with these finalists for the nickelback uh promotion all right give us a minute it's the bs on 98 rock had a good time at sky river casino in oak grove uh saturday night my wife in town we just we really never got a chance to celebrate her birthday my birthday like didn't have a nice dinner so we went to the steakhouse there Absolutely amazing. I love that place. I haven't been back. I want to go. And I'm not even an old-fashioned guy, but they do that smoked old-fashioned. I saw it. I saw it. I was I gonna, look at him. Yeah. I was going to ask if that was the place that we went that gave us those smoked old-fashioned. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow, that was cool. Yeah. Probably one of the best steaks I've ever eaten in my entire life in America. So good. And Brian, you know, who's the one of the managers there, takes good care of us. Uh, yeah, and they did a, so she's a, a tequila type of girl. Mm-hmm. So they did a uh, like an old fashioned with tequila. What? Oh, mm-hmm. I like that summertime one we got. So they tried. They brought it out, you know, in the gimmick, and then the smoke, mm-hmm. and the smoke comes out and stuff. And then we go and we sit down. You know, she goes to the slots, and I go to the table games. So I sit down at um, at a uh, Texas Hold'em game, and it wasn't going well for me for the first like couple hours. Usually, you can sit there with a couple hundred bucks and just kind of putts along, and you might leave with 100 or lose 100 or something like that. It was just a bad, bad run. And then at the end of the night, I hit a couple big hands, and I ended up not only breaking even, but leaving $7.50 up. All right. Let's go. Let's go, $7. And so I always know if my wife is doing well on slot machines, if there's like zero communication throughout the (laughs) night. Usually she'll, you know, check in with me or come up to me and, you know, like I'm moving to a different machine and and she's not holding one of those tickets or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, like, she was MIA, like, for most of the night. Like, I'd text her and I'd say, everything okay? Everything's fine. (laughs) Like, should I go over there? Is she meeting some dudes or something? (laughs) You always go to meeting dudes. Well, you got a pretty younger wife. Yeah. So I was done. We were tired. It It was time to go home. And I said, you know, let's let's call it in 15 minutes. And so she comes over and I said, uh, so how'd you do? Because, you know, you haven't checked in at all. She pulls up her ticket. Thousand bucks. Oh, Ooh. nice. Bought See, in, that gives me hope. Bought in for 60. Cashed out for a grand. So up 940. That. That's what. See, I up my I up my game the last time I did 40. So maybe I'll go 20 more next time. I'll do Ooh. 60. See what happens. And of course, as much as I'm happy that she won. I can't take her to that damn swamp meet the next day. 
Because it's just it's it's like she got money to blow. It's like a Hooters girl. Let's you know, go. With tips. <laughs> I just, got money to blow. Cowboy boots? No, no problem. No, electric bill. Eight, eight. Yeah, that's what I was screaming, too. I was like, we still have two houses right now. Yeah. I want 20 bowls of cherries, God. and this guy is going to carry them. You know, the G and PG&E is gas, you know? Yeah, right. Gas. And is the end, will we have enough money to pay for it? Right. <laughs> Uh, Saturday, July 8th, the Toyota Amphitheater, Nickelback, uh, will be uh, in town for, for a show. And we had Chad Kruger on not that long ago with Nickelback and had a really good conversation with him and about the band and the new album and, and the hate that they get and all the, all the good stuff. It was very probably one of the best conversations I've had with an artist. Uh, really cool, down-to-earth guy. Now, Nanny Rock has been running this really cool promotion, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've been telling you guys that. Uh it's, it's, I mean, it's almost over now. You can't you can't submit your entries. But we were asking for you to upload a, a video or an audio file to the website of you singing Rockstar from Nickelback. It's 30 mm-hmm. seconds. That's it. And then the winner gets to go up on stage and sing with the band. Mm-hmm. At so the, cool. At the Toyota Amphitheater. <laughs> this is way cool. That is so cool. So we have a couple of um, a finalists, and we're going to talk to one of them here in just a second. But I wanted to play some audio from some of these other uh, submissions. Give me Jack at N1. I'm through with standing in line. The clubs will never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth, and I'm never going to win. This life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. Oh. (laughs) That's what we've been waiting for, right? Right, right, yeah. He's gonna say, "Can I get a little more reverb?" If he, if if he's the one who wins, can, can I don't, I'm not getting enough of me back in the monitor. See, that's like I don't know what our part is in the show. I just shot an email, like, "Are we gonna be there or whatnot?" But we can be the ones of the voice. I want to do that so bad. You know, yeah. Tell me what you said. Wait, what's the words? Tell me what you want. Well, it's different words throughout. Right. The whole thing. He, it's like it asks a question every time. Well, I need to know what what I'm saying. Well, yeah. Well, we got a All couple right, we weeks. We got time. Relax. I need to know if that's even the case. Mm-hmm. Now, Lisa got in on this with her acapella. Rendition of Rockstar, mm-hmm. doing it in her well, backyard. We all just don't want to be big rock stars and live in hilltop houses driving 15 cars. The girls come easy and the drugs country swing. We'll all stay skinny because we just want to eat and we'll <laughs> hang out in the coolest bars. It is very hoedown. Uh-huh, yeah. With the movie stars. <laughs> Meet a little banjo behind it. <laughs> yeah. And this is uh, our buddy TJ in El Dorado Hills. How are you, TJ? Good, how's it going? Good, thanks for coming on. Congratulations for being a finalist, by the way. Thank you, appreciate it. All right, let me play your submission here, N3. Hang out in the coolest bars The VIP with the movie stars Every good cold digger's gonna wind up there Every playboy running with the breeze blonde hair Hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star That's pretty good, TJ. Are you like a singer or something? <laughs> uh, I've written a couple songs. Um, uh, I need to, <laughs> you what? I need to get them specially recorded, but uh, yeah, I'm a little bit of a singer-songwriter. Are you in a band? Do you play? Do you perform? 
Uh, no, I've got a kind of a garage band going on. I, I got a trumpeteer and a, and a drummer that I usually jam with. So no, You're pretty damn good, TJ. Well, y'all just play in the garage. Okay. I don't take your show on the road. Uh, I would love to someday. That's the plan. I'm hoping this Nickelback thing maybe takes that career off. Ooh. Okay. Well, here's what he does. is he If you, if your house doesn't have a garage, he's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to come there. I mean, he doesn't. This is. Uh-uh. He said garage, not carport. Uh-uh. So don't no, put no. him in one of those things. I have a garage. Now, if you have a garage, you do have a, have garage, a garage. TJ and his band will play at your garage. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. I think my neighbors will like it. If you don't have a garage, you have a car. TJ's not interested. <laughs> <laughs> so are you a Nickelback fan? Yeah, I remember buying their first CD uh, back in 2001, The Silver Side Up. Yeah. And uh, actually, it's funny. Uh, my mom was supposed to get me that <clears throat> that album for my birthday or for Christmas, I think it was. But she accidentally bought uh, Nickel Creek, which was like <laughs> this boy band back in the day, uh-huh. which was kind of embarrassing. So I was like, Mom, what the heck is this? <laughs> she, she was like, you ungrateful son of a bitch. <laughs> it says Nickel on it. <laughs> you bastard. I bought you the best I could. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and have you been a hater to Nickelback, or have you been very much pro Nickelback all these years? You know, I think that we all, uh, you know, love them deep down inside. But you have not been a hater. Never. Never. No way. All right, Scouts honor. No. Swear to goodness. Scouts honor. All right. Well, TJ, <laughs> I'll tell you this: uh, with this Nickelback promotion, where the winner will get up on stage and sing "Rock Star" with the band. Saturday, July 8th, Toyd Amphitheater. The finalists, like yourself, uh, go before, without you knowing, a panel of experts, and they decide who should win. So, TJ, do you have anything to say to those panel of experts if they're listening? Well, everyone just wants to be a rock star, right? Okay, look at that. That's a quote. I just got a text from the panel of experts, and TJ, they said... Congratulations. We were just jerking your chain. You won all along. Congratulations, TJ. How you feeling there, buddy? Uh, It's the first time I've won anything like this, so I don't really know how to feel. Yeah, Do you have a wife or anybody at home to share this excitement with? Actually, I do. Uh, I have a a baby mama and a new baby who's four months old, and (laughs) the the show is on her birthday. Look at that. It was meant to be. Wow. All right. Just for the record, we had nothing to do with the picking of this. I made it very perfectly clear when I came to 98 Rock, I do not pick winners. Never. I don't do it. It's like against, because uh, I don't want anybody mad at me for not winning. Everyone that participated, thank you very much for your submissions. Thank you for just participating. Uh, but, TJ, you are our winner. Uh, wow. You will be up on stage to sing Rockstar Saturday, July 8th at the Toyota Amphitheater with Nickelback. Do you know all the words? Of course, I know all the words, but I'll but I'll I'll, I'll work on it just in case. <laughs> I'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, how about we do this? All right. We got a couple weeks to this. Why don't you check in with us from time to time and sing a little bit, just so we can make sure that you're good to go. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I'll be good. If I'm going to be a professional singer songwriter, I got to do it. Now, TJ, I'm rec- I'm strongly suggesting mm-hmm. this. Like. It's almost not even a question. Right. It's like, hey, we'll talk to you in a couple days. <laughs> it's a lot of show we got to fill, man. Just, just say yes. <laughs> help, help, help me kill four hours, right, TJ. Got it. <laughs>
It's not easy to stretch this thing. Uh, all right, buddy. Congratulations. Hang on, all right? Thank you. All right. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it is. Especially to be able to take home to, to her on the day of your own birthday. Hey, look what I just won, and I'm going to be on stage. Check mm-hmm. out your man. Right. He, he went from garage to Toyota Amphitheater in five seconds. Isn't that the way it's supposed to be? It was just that simple. Yeah, just that simple. Take advantage. All right. Well, again, congratulations, TJ. Yeah, TJ. All right, second round of headlines. Nikki D, what you got? I'm going to tell you how walking can make you 10 grand and who is letting your Nancy Drew fantasies become a reality. All right, get your two big stories from today here momentarily. It's the BS on 98 Rock. BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Headlines. All right there, Nikki D. Second round of headlines, please. Walking the distance could be a nice payday. H3. Hi, I'm Ashley, co-founder of Gymbird, a new company that empowers everyone to live healthier, happier lives. And that's all she wants you to do. And what else she's willing to offer you with her new company called Gymbird is if you take 10,000 steps in one day, they're willing to pay you $10,000. Now, clearly, this is for a marketing stunt to bring attention to their business, which they have done because it's made headline news. They basically want you to apply online. It doesn't matter where you live in the country. You can do it. Um, The way that they're going to track it is probably with, like, you using, like, an Apple Watch or something like that. Or they may actually send you a device to track it with. But they want you to do social media posts and include include a video blog basically showing yourself walking what the experience is like and then you can get a check for ten thousand dollars well it's one person out yeah, it's of, only one yeah, person many and they'll hashtag you got to hashtag them i'm sure yeah you probably have to do the that's hashtag. very smart it is yeah real smart because now everybody knows about jim bird and I'm, I'm assuming they're going to keep track of your steps by their own app mm-hmm. yeah that would make sense not probably using so. anyone else's app so you have to download their app Dude, I'm the kind of size that could get them to pick that up if I could actually do it. You know what I mean? Because I could be a success story for them. Yeah, because I'm sure they want somebody that's kind of like out of shape, doesn't work out a lot versus some gym buff. Damn, shots fired. No, that is what it actually <laughs> says in the story. I'm not I'm not being. You know what they're looking for? It's just like, you know, especially a middle-aged guy mm-hmm. that's extremely <laughs> overweight, sweats yeah. all the time. Doesn't do a damn thing because he's always disciplining his children. I am sweaty right now. And, you know, just I, I agree. I think that's what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. No, the story says that they're looking for someone <laughs> who's new to walking for exercise. New to walking? That's God, what it says, just, walking for exercise. You can just stop at walking, period. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to say for exercise. You had me at new. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, tub lard doesn't really get thrown out enough anymore. <laughs> What's the quickest way to get to 10,000 steps? Because instead of walking like a distance, I would think if you just did the elliptical, you know, and make sure that it's tracking your feet. Sometimes it doesn't track your feet, doesn't tra- track your steps. But, or even, I don't know, the treadmill a lot of times doesn't track your steps. Mm-hmm. It like misses your steps, but the elliptical does. So if you got on an elliptical and you set it at, you know, extremely easy you could probably bust out twice a day two different sessions three different sessions three thousand plus steps fairly easily Mm -hmm. i would think what's too fast to do it and how slow can they make one of those paint mixers at lowe's go 
Why? Because you just put the watch there on the old paint mixer. Oh, and just let it shake. Or just keep it on my wrist and just hold the paint mixer. A little slower, Daryl. You've <laughs> always felt like that's not accurate because it's, it's, it's doing your wrist and not your feet. Because this is a guy that's going to cheat the system. He's going to win. <laughs> yeah. And people are going to be like, there's no way this dude did 10,000 steps. He's got mayonnaise on his shirt. And then it's going to be like step gate. <laughs> You know, they're gonna look they're gonna look they're gonna look into it and they're gonna find out that he went to a Sherman Williams. <laughs> I know they, a guy. They they shook his shook his watch while they were making bombshell beige. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. That's great marketing. You know, it's it's uh some of the great marketing ideas like that uh uh fire festival. You know, that was brilliant. All right, right. Until it, blew it, was, up. it was just yeah, until I mean until it was a bus, but they just had the orange background with the hashtag fire festival and the dude spent millions of dollars hiring uh, social media influencers <laughs> and beautiful babies to go out there and jet ski. And they took pictures and that's what they did. The hashtag fire festival. And they have all kind of little gimmicks like this. They're doing now to bring light and eyes onto their stuff. Cause 10, 10, 10 grand in the whole scheme of things for the marketing that they're going to get, if they're backed by some type of capital is nothing. Oh, no. it's a, right. A splash in the bucket. Right. Nothing. Not, it's not a big deal at all. But it's a big deal to the person who's winning it, I'm sure. Well, it's a big deal to anybody It's winning 10 Ooh, grand. Right. So it's pretty smart. All right, next story. Uh, calling all detectives to Arizona, H4. They'll be able to go to any scene uh, once the scene is safe. So they won't be first responders. They won't have a gun. If they interview a suspect, that person will have to be made completely safe, and they'll have a sworn officer with them. Now, this is something, if I lived in a state, because you have to live in Tucson, Arizona, in order to do this, I would probably sign up. What they're what they're basically doing is, you know how now crimes are going on and people are getting on social media and YouTube and they're doing all the little uh, detectives solving the crimes. They're sending in tips and tricks for who they think did the crime and how to solve it. So what the, the uh, department decided to do there was create a job called a professional staff investigator where you won't actually be a cop, but you can be an actual detective. How does that work? So basically, they're going to still make you go through training. You have to go seven weeks of training at the police academy, then three months of field training, and you're going to need at least an associate's degree or two years in a field similar to. And basically what they're going to do is you're going to get calls to the scenes of crimes. You won't be the first one there. They're going to get there, secure the scene, then call you into the scene. Um, you paid for this? Yes. It's, it's, like, it's like a regular job. You're going to get paid between, what, 22 and $33 an hour. So why are you not a uh, You said you're not a cop, but you're, you're a detective? You're not considered a cop because you're because in order to Do be I get a, a gun? No, you no will gun. not get a gun. No. You see what I'm saying? Because in order you to get a badge? Be, no. Do you know that they won't get a badge? Maybe you get a badge. I think you get a badge. What if I you bring your own badge? I don't think they're going to give them. I don't think they're going to give them a badge because, like I said, they're going they're going to have an actual officer with them on the scene. But if I had to go through all that school training, I want a badge. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, maybe if you. I think they get a badge. It I'm just going to say, say they, they get, get a badge. One. Yeah, let's say they get a badge. Mm-hmm. Okay, that well, you guys just give them a badge. Yeah. Fine. It does not say that they. I'm get with you. A badge. I'm bringing my own badge if they're not yes. giving me a badge. <laughs> There's going to be a badge involved. <laughs> right. Badge. But you get to come to the crime scene. You get to interview um, people. Oh, get out of here. Do all the things. You get to. Um, Can you imagine you getting access to actual, like, suspected criminals? Well, so. Yeah. Here, the funny thing is, so we. collect evidence. We've developed this relationship with the FBI here in SAC. Mm-hmm. And Nelson's been, you know, kind of fronting this whole thing. And because of their busy schedule, I'm sure you can imagine, uh, we finally are getting somewhere where we're going to have somebody from the FBI mm-hmm. 
uh, participate in, in the radio program. And they'll come in and we'll, we'll, I love doing this kind of stuff. And so uh, we had a meeting with that nice lady and uh, that works at the FBI. Yeah. And, and I asked her, well, you guys were late to the meeting. I asked her, I was like, <laughs> I said, you know, can, can I like just job shadow you one day? Job shadow you. She said, absolutely. So it was like I could be an honorary FBI person if I want to. It's like this radio thing doesn't work out. I, I would totally become like it, it didn't sound like it was incredibly impossible to join the FBI, even at 48. Yeah, no, it's not impossible to join. It's just some people may not want to go through all of the requirements. And, be, and to be a detective, you had to be a police officer for three years first. Look, if I can go through the requirements here at Odyssey just right. to get email, <laughs> I guarantee the training that this company puts you through is way more than any Mm-hmm. Government department. Nope. Touche. <laughs> Touche. I'm going to give you that. That's what I would put on my resume. I went through Odyssey training. And yeah. they would be like, oh, we're actually, you're not coming in as an entry level FBI agent. You're you're pretty high up already. You're overqualified <laughs> at this point. It's like getting credits transferred from another college. <laughs> Does my Lyceum credits transfer over? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yes, I do. So that's pretty cool. I think it is. They're real cool. I would definitely do it. I If I didn't do this, I would be a detective. I'm very good at it. Nana. Yes, I am. No, I, I'm your friend. I can tell you that. Stuff. Oh, please. You'd be like, oh, he's kind of hot. He's not guilty. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Yeah. I am see doing what he's detective driving? work. It's not Tinder. Exactly. It's T- not Tinder. It's no, me we're being saying, a detective. Don't say exactly. We're telling you exactly. No, don't tell me. I know how to figure out stuff in crimes and scenes and what's going on. Who's the blame? I'm really good at Clue. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I'm glad you guys think it's funny. <laughs> yes, uh, Nikki D. We've just got a couple questions. Mm-hmm. You know, let's start out with why should we hire you here at the FBI? <laughs> well, let me tell you. I'm good at stuff like this. I like crime stuff. And I'm good at Clue. <laughs> well, young lady, <laughs> I wish I would have known we would have had somebody of your caliber coming in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> would you like to look at this candlestick for us? <laughs> Do you know Colonel Mustard? <laughs> We've been looking for him, and he's not in the library. <laughs> I can tell you where's Waldo. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nikki D's the first to find Waldo and Carmen Sandiego. There's never been a Waldo she hasn't found. <laughs> All right. Uh, for those listening, question for you. Does it matter when you go to a concert and it's a band of, let's say, iconic status or just in your world, iconic status? Like, you love this band. Does it matter if they're off? Mm. Does it matter that they're not... Like the CD, does it matter? They're not like the time you saw them before, uh, or don't you just don't care because you love the band so much, or you put them at a level where they've earned the right to have an off night, hmm. which I think a lot of bands do. There's a reason I'm bringing this up because there is a band of that stature that is getting all kinds of internet heat after their performance uh, at Glastonbury, the festival over in the UK. Tell you who that is here in just a minute. 916-909-0985. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Welcome back. Appreciate you being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. This Friday, 
We will be out at concerts in the park. Yes, right? we will. And, of course, 98 Rock will be set up, and you'll have a chance to win something really, really cool, uh, which is a $250 gift card to Smart and Final. So we'll have performances this Friday from Arden Park Roots, John Wilde, Live Mannequins. It's a great name. Virgo Gabrielle and DJ Stace Lace. Yep, Stace Lace. Is that Stace Lace or Stacy Lacey? Stace Lace on the flyer, so that's what I'm going with. All right, so this is the <laughs> longest, largest running free music festival uh, for California. So we do hope that you come out. Well, all, all three of us will be out yeah, there. Yeah, all of as us well. will be out there. So. We'll be on stage talking and chatting with everybody. Yeah, free music, live artists, photo ops, food trucks, beverages, everything you need uh, for a festival. And it's all absolutely free, by the way, free of charge. But uh, yeah, you win $250 gift card, smart and final, and concerts in the park. So that's this Friday. So if you come out and join us, we would uh, we'd appreciate that. Glastonbury, which I didn't realize. And by the way, if you're on hold, I'll get to you here in just a second. I didn't realize how, I guess I never thought of it, how big of a concert this really is. I mean, the, the lineup that they had this year was, I mean, you had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Kind of like, you know, an Aftershock setup. Mm-hmm. So Friday they had Arctic Monkeys headline. Now, remember, in the U.K., a lot of these bands that are playing are a lot bigger there. Not saying Arctic Monkeys is not a big band, but, you know, in the U.K., probably a lot bigger than they are here in the States. Uh, well, they, especially now. Uh, Royal Blood as well. The Churnups were, I think, uh, a last-minute entry into that. Uh, the, on the list of performers, they don't have, I don't see Foo Fighters, but I think the Foo Fighters perform. The Hives perform. Out there, uh, churches, Lana Del Rey, in which her set got cut short because she had to fix her hair, and then they escorted her off stage. Security escorted that girl off stage, which is kind of funny. They were so mad at her for that. Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, Billie Eilish was there. Billie. Paul McCartney. No, no, this is that's not this year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You got to look at twenty twenty three. That's the year where Guns and Roses, Lizzo. Louis Capaldi, and he lost his voice, so the crowd sang. Uh, Rick Astley, Curtain Jerk, Saturday, which is pretty cool. Uh, Lil Nas X, Blondie, The Chicks. And then the big to-do was Elton John. Uh, and he brought out uh, Brandon Flowers from The Killers to do Tiny Dancer. But this was the end of the Yellow Brick Road, so to speak, because he's done. And he decided to finish it up at Glastonbury, which was, which was pretty cool. So anyway, you got this big live festival. We've all been there and done that. We've gone to festival. Unfortunately, Amanda has died uh, after a medical incident. Dude in his 40s. They said that there had been 107 crimes reported or crime-related incidents, 33 arrests so far. Not bad for three days, right? Uh, 24 thefts, 19 drug offenses, 17 instances of violence against a person, five sexual assaults, three offenses for the possession of an offensive weapon, uh, and a partridge in a pear tree. So for a three-day festival, one dead and all that stuff's not that bad. And it looks like Bonnaroo out there to me. So it's like they were camping out and actually staying yeah. there for the three days. Yeah. Like, what do you have to screw up just from the, the 19 drug-related things? What do you have to screw up to get busted with drugs at a festival like that? They're everywhere. Well, I would think you'd probably have to be acting out of sorts. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be doing something stupid and sure. the drugs. And they found drugs on you. And right. they found drugs Got on it. you. Got it, yeah. So they say it's uncommon for people to die at Glastonbury, although it has happened on rare occasions. So it's very mm. nice. Very sweet to end that story like that. 
The reason why I'm bringing this up is because the band that's getting internet heat is Guns N' Roses. And uh, Guns N' Roses takes the stage. They headline Saturday night. Uh, and, you know, I, I listened to some of the audio that, that people were putting out. One, it's cell phone audio, so it's never going to sound mm-hmm. great. Uh, yeah, maybe Axel sounded a little off, right? Let me hear some. So he starts singing, then he stops. I got the whistling. And I think Grohl was out there playing with him, too, uh-huh. Dave Grohl, which is really cool. He's done that before. So, like, the out of everything you can say, and this is the problem, one of the problems with the world is people, instead of finding the bad, they just have to, I mean, instead of finding the good, they find that one bad thing. I'm sure every other thing at that concert was fantastic and you had a blast. And you just find that one thing to beat up on, and then that consumes your life. Like, you're a real loser if that's the type of person you are. Absolutely. And in this instance, with it being a festival where they're singing live, they're outside, it's just a lot of hype and crowd work, I would definitely give them a pass for that. So, yeah, so that was my question. You know, if you're a band of the Guns N' Roses magnitude, you're all the way up there. Do you get the mulligan? Do you get the night off pass? For something like this, absolutely. This is a festival. It's outdoors, like I was saying. There's no way I would be like, oh, this is horrible sounding. No, 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 no. You get a pass for this. Remember, if you're a Guns N' Roses fan, and I'm assuming if you're a fan, you're the one that's bitching. Maybe not. I don't know. But you went through years and years of being okay with Axel being five hours late showing up like you it was like thank you mother can i have another yeah if in the heart of it right when appetite was a hot album yeah yeah. oh i was there i sat there i waited i was like this is so cool that he's late i've always heard stories (laughs) about that it was cool Well, because it was a gimmick i mean it was part Uh of his thing i mean he caused the freaking riot in st louis right like beyond late it wasn't 20 minutes late it was like the show was supposed to start at nine and it was midnight and finally they stumble out on the stage i think he's the reason why venues have curfews now uh-huh. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> ridiculous. because of that so i, I listened to different songs uh that that uh concert goers had putting out there i didn't think it was bad it was just a, a live version well, what I'm it wa- seems like, hold on. I'm, I'm wondering if it's the new rock fan that's going out there and going, "This is what my dad was talking about. This sucks." <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. No, it's, he sounded like he was kind of maybe running out of breath, and he got tired of singing. He's almost sixty years old. He's right. been on tour nonstop for the last two years. It's okay every once in a while to have a. <sighs> But that's what I'm saying. Like, he does sound bad in the audio, but I would say I would give him a pass. I don't even think it sounds all that bad. To me, it sounds like they needed to change the key. Like, why isn't the rest of the, why didn't they do, take a half step down? You know what I mean? Like, Something. when you try to sing karaoke, but mm-hmm. you can't quite hit the notes that Axel could hit right. in the late 80s. So why don't they just take it down a key? Well, Hold on. Michael, Rockland, how are you? I'm good. You Okay. Yep, I'm fine. Sorry. What are you doing? Why, right. why are you so distracted right now? You sound depressed. I'm not depressed. I'm sorry. Okay. What are you doing? What's that in the background? Where are you at? Oh, that's... I'm listening to you guys, but you guys are behind. Oh, okay. The delay. Can you turn down. that down so we can get on the same planet? There. Yeah. All right. Everything okay? Yep. 
Okay, here's what I want you to do before we start, whatever it is that you're going to say. Okay? All I right. need, when, the next word's out of your mouth, and you're going to repeat after me. You're going to say it with the largest smile on your face. Okay? You're going to say, hi, I'm Michael, and I love to live. Okay. Biggest smile. I'm Michael, and I love to live. See? Look at that. See? It's a, just a, it's a different Michael when you got a smile on your face. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk with a smile. Now, you would give a couple bands a pass. Like who? Uh, Green Day, for one. Okay. One of them. Oh, is, is it because you... Are you talking about this, like, uh, generally speaking, or are you a Green Day fan? Uh, both. Both. Okay. Green Day, that magnitude... All right, big band. Give them a pass. They get a pass. I've never actually heard Green Day have a bad show. Have you ever heard yes. of somebody say Green Day I having a bad show? I've heard them live, and they sounded great. You have not seen any audio pop up. I've not seen that trend before, but I get what you're saying, that like they're legendary enough, you would give them that pass. Okay, what's another one? Um, well, I can't think, but I'll think about it. Why can't you think? You're distracted. Are you naked in a bathhouse? <laughs> No. Okay. Sounds like you might be weirded out naked in the bathhouse. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, Michael, thank you. Hey, wait You're a minute. Welcome. Are you the same guy I gave the dinosaur code word to? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was, oh, yes. because we thought he was kidnapped. Uh-huh. Right. You, do you need to say dinosaur? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm fine. <laughs> Where are you at right now? In my room. Okay. Do you live with your parents? I live with my mom, yes. Your mom? Is she nice to you, or does she lock the door? <laughs> uh, she's nice. She's at work right now. Okay, can you get out? Can you get food? <laughs> Do you need me to door dash to your window? Dinosaur? If you want to get me Carl Jr., you can. <laughs> When's the last time you ate, Mike? Last night. Okay, so it's been a while. You wow. need me to door dash. All right, get, I'm going to put you on hold. and Give, give Nikki D your address, and... I'll door dash Carl Jr.'s over to your house. Was there anything in particular? Uh, a really big Carl plane, just meat, cheese, and buns, large fries, and a large coke. You want a coke? Uh, sure. Okay. Large coke. Okay. I'm going to put you on hold. We'll get your address, and I'm going to send, because I'm worrying about you. You look skinny. You look like you lost a lot of weight. Okay. Okay. Hang on, Mike. Don't go anywhere. You know he's expecting <laughs> Carl Jr. I'm going to send him Carl Jr. in the break. Why would I not? You have to now. You got his whole order. Plain meat, cheese. I didn't hear what he came after wants, fries. He said meat, cheese, and bun. That's all well, he Yeah, I got the plane. There. I've got uh, Carl's Jr. Well, fries. Mike, and he want a large Coke. Mike's going to eat what I send him. Large. <laughs> he hasn't eaten for days. Yeah, sometimes that door dash is kind of finicky. He's eaten since last night, though. It's five o'clock. Because his mother doesn't want to know his room. <laughs> he's afraid to say dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm telling you. Because he was up till the sun came up. Look at Nelson. He wrote down his order on the whiteboard. He did. <laughs> he wanted to make sure he eats. <laughs> I know a hungry boy's right here. Nelson's like, maybe Bailey order two. One for him, one for me. <laughs> Can we split that? <laughs> if I disappear after this segment, you know where I'm at. He's going to throw in one of those. You know, I haven't gotten dinner for the kids yet tonight either. <laughs> Is there is there a, is there another band? There's one in particular that I'm thinking of that would be kind of hypocritical because I've beaten them up, but there's good reason. And the one is, with Vince Neil. 
Yeah, the one with Vince Neil. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I don't know it. if I could give I them a pass. It. Just, does it matter if you have or haven't seen them before? You know what I mean? Even if it wasn't like in their heyday. Let's say you saw a decent show once. Do you give? Are you more apt to give them a pass if you're seeing them a second time? And they're awful or like Vince Neil can't hit the notes or whatever it is. That's a good question. Okay, so I got a couple different answers for you. Okay. Fans are real ass jacks. Like, we are so narcissistic, and the whole world revolves around us. Mm -hmm. Now, with that being said, there is somewhat of a right to feel that way if you're purchasing tickets. Now, you have to differentiate between the band actually trying and the band just trying to get a payday. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I've said this before, if you go see a band in the month of December, there's a good chance that the show's not going to be very good. Because it's cold? No, because it's at the end of the year, and they're just trying to get as much money as possible. A lot of times you see a band in their hometown right before the holidays. (laughs) Those gifts ain't going to pay for themselves, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's a a tax write-off. Especially comedians. I've seen them do it a million different times. So let's take Motley Crue, for example. Mm -hmm. Motley Crue is of that stature, in my opinion. They're the godfathers of dirt rock. That's I've always called them the godfathers of dirt rock. They are one of the biggest rock bands ever to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And back in the day, day, they were awesome. They put on one of the best live shows you could possibly see. When they came back the first time, it was awesome. Vince Neil took it seriously. He lost a bunch of weight. It was exciting. Now, I saw him back in the day, and then I saw him again. And, of course, they weren't as good as they were back in the sure. day. As a fan, you have to understand they're not the same person. They're not 21 years old. Yeah. And look what they've survived. And hopped up on drugs <laughs> where they have no care in the world. Now they're like, oh, man, I hope this is good because I really got a mortgage payment. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the second go-around wasn't as good. Mm-hmm. The third go-around was horrendous. Oh, see, that's the one I'm worried about. The, the problem that I had with Motley Crue is they knew it. Like, they knew it was getting worse, and they still went out there and took our money. Mm. But we bought it. Yeah. You know, we bought it. Guns N' Roses hasn't done that. Since they've gotten back together and they've done this huge tour that's lasted, I want to say, almost three years now, there hasn't been any complaints from anyone that I've heard, that I've seen. So when you know that you've, you, you're past the heyday, it's not sounding good, you're saying go ahead and call it quits. Yeah, if you can't, yeah, that's any job. I mean, if you're, if if you can't perform, if you can't do the job that it's a job. If you can't do the job you're supposed to do, then don't do it. Or find but, a workaround at least. Right, because I'm saying I, I've only heard people complain about Vince Neil, not everybody else in the band. So mm. you cut everything off because of one person. Well, or? It was Mick Mars too. I mean, Mick well, Mars. Right. What I read the other day, he said he hadn't, he didn't play guitar on the last three albums or something. Oh God! You know, I mean, they got well. Uh, what's her name? That flubbed uh, the Tina? line. Tina. Uh, Patty Labelle. Patty Labelle. Oh, that was horrible. Oh. I was so angry with her. Was it the BET right? And last night at the BET Awards, she forgot the words to the song, and she just was out there doing one of my moves, and okay. it was bad. Okay, and I saw your Facebook post, and you went after her, and I'm, I'm yes. sure she saw it. Uh, she actually retired. Yeah, I'm sure she's. I'm sure she's reporting you to Mark Zuckerberg. But she's Patty Labelle. Does she get a? Does she get a pass? Normally, you would give Patty a pass, but you can't give her a pass for this because number one, it's Tina Turner. Number two, it's a tribute. And if you did not know the words and you knew you had to get up there and sing, you should have learned. 
So she doesn't get a pass for but that. But she's night. old. Right? What if she just forgot? No. She, she made said, a mistake. No, she said out loud in her microphone, I can't see the words on the teleprompter. Because she's too old. <laughs> exactly. So she should have memorized them. Brian Johnson had that problem. You remember, what was it? Uh, Black Ice or whatever the album oh, that came yeah. out, which was really good. And and, and they were singing at uh, some award show. They came back and everybody's very excited. And you could see the teleprompter and you could see Brian Johnson squinting. I was like, why would you add the teleprompter <laughs> across the room for this guy? No, you got to learn the words. Here's here's an example that, that I think is ridiculous. People came after Bobby Brown. New edition, they're still torn. They came after him because his dance moves weren't the same. I think that's silly. Like, okay, this, the man is 60 years old. They're not going to dance the same as they did when they were 20. Well, they shouldn't not be dancing at all. Right. Well, they are still going to dance. I mean, they're old just, edition now. <laughs> they are, but that's one that's, like, silly. But if you if you are going to go out, like, if Patty went out on tour and, and flubbed some of her own songs, people would give her a pass. Mm. But not if oh, you're tributing okay. for somebody else. I got gotcha. you. Right. So GNR gets a pass. They do. I agree. Patty does not. Not for last night, no. Watch her die tomorrow. You're going to feel horrible. She's not going to die tomorrow. Was she like 90? She's old. Yeah. You're going to feel horrible for saying that kind of no, stuff. No, I'm not going to feel bad. She shouldn't have did it. According that. to Dinosaur Mike, Green Day, they get a pass. Yep. I think ACDC gets a pass. Oh, for sure. Yes. She's 79. Now, does Queen get a pass without Freddie Mercury? No. Because it's nope. Adam Lambert. Nope. If you guys are going to come out and it's Adam Lambert as the lead singer, it better be perfect. Journey with the Filipino guy. Same deal. It's got to be perfect. It's got to it, be It's got to be extra perfect. You've already replaced them. Get somebody else then. If he can't hit the notes anymore, you got to go. There's a uh, really good Quiet Riot documentary. I don't know where you can find it. I can't even remember when I saw it. But they were trying to find you know somebody to be the lead singer so they could go back out on tour. And the, the dude that they hired, they bring him out there, and he, like, forgot Bang Your Head, like the lyrics. <laughs> oh, my God. And they like, shoot. what does he know? <laughs> and, like, afterwards, they just rip this dude to shreds in the dressing room. They're like, how do you forget the closing song? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How? All right. Uh, Nikki D went to Blink-182. Does Blink get a pass? They probably do. Reunited, Blink-182, Mark health, Hoppus. Health issues. Mm-hmm. Right, beat cancer. Right. I think you give him a pass. Uh, yeah, I think if you beat cancer, you get a pass. I do believe If there's a right. health issue, you get a pass. Uh-huh. Yeah. Obesity's not a... Uh, I, I know it's a health issue. It is. Sorry, Vince, that doesn't work. No, that's self-inflicted. That's self-inflicted. <laughs> so Nikki goes to the Blink-182 uh, Blink show Friday night after our broadcast at Twin Peaks. And before she gets in the building, which is an experience in itself with the young lady that was next to her, which we will hear about, (laughs) she was almost not allowed to go see Blink-182. We'll tell you that story (laughs) here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. All right, Carl's Jr. is on its way to Mike's house. I know he's excited about that. Get it in 20 minutes. I sent it as a gift. It said, from the BS, 98 Rock, and then I put in capital letters, 
Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> that was awfully nice of you. Uh-huh. That was nice of you. He'll never forget that. Mezzanine in a week. His mom locks him in his room. <laughs> I mean, he's technically old enough to get food if he wanted it. Nah, not when you're locked in your room. You got no windows. Hasn't <laughs> seen sunlight in months. The only thing you can do is call this radio show. What did you put in the instructions for the dasher to take it to his window? Oh, yeah, that's going to be a problem, huh? Getting, yeah. You can't get out. How's the food going to get in? Well, I think he said there's a slot by the window. <laughs> he can push it through. That's what I told the dasher. It says, leave at the door or meet someone at the door. And I said, no, you have to shove it through the slot underneath mm-hmm. the window. They haven't gotten back to me yet. There so you go. I'm assuming everything's going to be fine. Uh, Blink-182 was Friday night. Nikki D was uh, asked to go and do social media for the radio station, in which she uh, she did. She was very excited. She'd never been to a Blink-182 show. I had not. Um, I mean, let's be honest. She doesn't even know what Blink-182 is. <laughs> and so <laughs> they give her one ticket to go by herself, <laughs> which is kind of janky in my opinion, and ask her to do social media. Your social media was very good, by the way. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, and uh, you get there. Well, before you get there. Before I get there. You're trying to park. I'm trying to park. There's a line of cars to get into the parking deck. So I'm like, all right, I'm in the right spot. I'm waiting in line. And there's a little guy with a little machine in his hand. And he's going from car to car to car. And I'm noticing the cars aren't pulling away. It, like a, a few of them are, but most of them aren't. So I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe they don't want to pay whatever the fee is, is what I was thinking. So he gets to my car and I roll down the window. And he says to me, oh, you're, you're, not, you're not going to the Blink uh, 182 concert anyways. <laughs> And I said, well, excuse me, sir. Actually, I am. And why are you profiling me? And he's like, oh, ma'am, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm White sorry. guy? Uh, no, he was Hispanic. Oh. Yeah. And uh, he said. Were you offended? No, I wasn't offended. I mean, if I rolled down my window and saw me, I probably wouldn't think I was going to a Blink-182 concert either. So I wasn't offended. I just, it made me laugh because you guys had already given me so much crap about me being the one chosen to go. And then as soon as I get there, those are the first words that somebody speaks to me before I even get inside of the arena. Like, oh, you're not, you're not going here, right? Well, maybe yeah. it's because you weren't dressed the part. You look like you're going to a charity auction. Well, I had the same thing on that I wore to our live broadcast. What was I supposed to be wearing? Well, I mean, it's like, you know, you kind of. I left the shirt on. Yeah, well, like uh, kind of punk rock. Yeah. You know, like a jean jacket with flair. Ooh, yeah. You know. Maybe some tears in your jeans. Yeah, well, some Doc Martens. Well, give me a, a BS jean jacket for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I wore my regular smeggler clothes. Yeah. And uh, so then he tells me I still can't park there because you have to have a reservation to park in that parking deck. So I had to go He through. was like, this is the white deck. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking for the black deck. <laughs> I had to go around the corner and park in another parking deck. Yeah. Uh, so then I park and I start to walk into the show. And wearing the shirt was a good idea. I wanted to tell you that. I forgot to tell you that was a good idea because several people stopped me and told me they, they liked our show. Um, and so I'm looking for our radio station tent and I don't find it. So I just go ahead and go inside because I'm thinking, you know, our boss and, and people are there already because I was told to be there. And I grab my little concessions and I go in and the first thing I notice is there's literally I didn't see not one other black person in this concert so people were looking at me now nobody said anything but they were just kind of looking like you know where they're at doing here where they at they're trying to find a place to park (laughs) (laughs) 
They're getting turned away at the door. Right. Yeah. And that's. <laughs> okay. Well, if that's where they were. So mm-hmm. I, I find my seat. I go. I sit down. Everywhere I walk, people are just like looking like, where'd she come from? What's she doing? Oh, no. You're so a So I sit down. No, that's how they're looking at me. So I sit down and um, these two girls come and they sit next to me. And uh, we just start kind of chatting, and I tell them, like, you know, I'm here for work and whatever. And she's like, oh, so you you don't know anything about the band? And I'm like, well, I know, you know, a little bit of things. Mm. And she's like, well, I know all the things because um, the lead singer, and she told me his name, his, his he's from the same hometown I'm from. And she told me the name. It's Killer Town something somewhere. And his dad used to try to sleep with her mom or something she tells me she's like so just let me tell you i know everything there is to know i'll update you she's so you like, couldn't watch the show without this girl giving you blank oh, history no she's like this is a monumental show it's probably good for you though it was because i know a lot now about blink 182 it was she like said, a real live breathing wikipedia right next to you. oh absolutely every song that came on she told me like the origin of the song when it came out how she felt about it the significance of the songs <laughs> She did this. See, any other show, that would be annoying. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. Like, if, like if, it's always annoying. Like, somebody that is singing poorly but loudly and only you can hear them. Mm-hmm. And it, even though you're having a good time, it's just still annoying. The person that won't sit down when it's time to sit down, it's annoying, right? The person that keeps bumping you, kind of annoying. Right. The person that keeps talking to you, mm-hmm. kind of annoying. But if you don't know anything about the artist... And you have somebody that does and is passionate about it because mm-hmm. you didn't really care about the music. I mean, you're not, you're not singing along, so it was nice. I thought I thought that would that'd be very nice. I, I feel I felt like I had a lot of knowledge uh, with her giving me the play by play each song and all the things. Did you stay to the very end? No, I didn't. Stay how how, how much did you get into it? Um, give I, me some of the songs you heard. Um, I have to pull up the set list. No, 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 no just no, off no. top of your head. Well, I don't, I don't know. How did it go? Top of my head. It went really good. No, 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 no. Oh, how did the song go? Yeah, just like what was the last so, song? They had a song, and I can't even sing it because it's it was all explicit. So it was like um, the D word, the MF, and it it was a it was a pretty crazy song. And she gave me the origin of that song too. She's like, the words are all gonna be bad words. I'm like, okay. And then it like goes fast, and then it's like this that that. So you got that, probably about. I was like, whoa. I think you left after like four songs. I didn't leave. Which after in Blink four. World is like six minutes. <laughs> right. I did not leave after. I stayed till almost eleven o'clock that night. Oh, I did hear this one. Oh, I did hear st- this one. If you stayed till this one, you stayed till almost the end. No, I didn't. I promise I didn't you. Hear, I didn't hear the Adam song. I didn't hear the one song I do know, like all the good things. I'm just I didn't small. hear that. <laughs> You did. You would not have heard. You would not have heard all the small things. No, but you should have heard. You, were you getting a drink? Because based on their set list, you should have heard this song. I feel like I heard this one too. Well, then that's when I'm. This is the Adams song. Oh no, I ain't hear this then. Now how you? Fe- I've just heard know- this before, maybe like on the radio or something. No, I. Didn't Why is it this. when she say the Adam song? It sounds so weird because she's saying the Adam song and like Adam's song. 
No, they don't. They don't play the theme to the Adams Family. That's yeah. not. Yeah. No, I, I left before Adams song. They're punky well, and could, they're funky. I'm, they're dun, 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 I'm dun. telling I you, left. if you heard the first song I played, you could not have left before Adams song. They didn't play the songs in order of the set list. I can tell you that right now. They. It's, okay. It was a different okay. show. The, oh. she, she actually didn't go to the Blink-182 show. <laughs> yes, she thought she went to the Blink-182 show. Oh but where she parked, she went in and saw uh, a local bland, uh, band. <laughs> it's Wink-149. <laughs> no, I saw Travis play the drums really fast with a towel over his head. Travis who? Barker. Oh, look at that. Oh. Mm-hmm. Keeping up with the Kardashians. I mm-hmm. am. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> who no, opened for him? It, uh, uh, a band called... Oh, I see it in my in my peripherals. It starts with a T. And then another band called Destroyer Boys. I think they were a local band. That's a cool name, Destroyer Boys. So people were like excited. No, Uh, but they spelled it with a Y. The band probably before were the Profilers. The guy that (laughs) lead singers is a Hispanic guy that also parks cars. (laughs) (laughs) He's getting double paid. (laughs) I liked how personal they were with the show. Hello, Sacramento. Here's our hit song, Don't Park Here. (laughs) (laughs) We are the Profilers. I see our number one fan, the only black girl in the audience. <laughs> the Destroy Boys and Turnstile. Turnstile is a really good uh, group. Turnstile's a good band. Yeah, they, oh, they were right before Blink was Turnstile. Yeah, that's who it was, Turnstile. They were loud. They were yeah. really loud. That's accurate. Well, that's okay. It, like, I'm. Wish I went I to this concert the other night. And I could barely hear them, and I was only like ten rows from the stage. <laughs> and then I liked they're, it. They're the quiet. It was so nice to go to a concert, <laughs> and it just not be blaring. God, just like at that you know level where I can have a conversation <laughs> on the phone and still stream <laughs> yes. and collect my thoughts. <laughs> these stupid rock shows. Sometimes I go and they have these big speakers, which is so dumb. <laughs> Using electricity when they should be all electric. Acoustic. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, the power. Uh, yeah, yeah. Electric should be by Tesla. Listen, oh, it was really, they were really loud, and you couldn't even understand what they were saying. Huh? Oh, blink? No, the turnstiles. Oh, just the turnstiles. <laughs> Styles. You added a the and an S. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is the thes and the S's with you? <laughs> so now you're making us like a doo wop group. <laughs> the turnstiles. The turnstiles, ladies and gentlemen. Who don't need them? Look, I'm doing this off memory. Uh, Not a good one. (laughs) Some things you should just forget. (laughs) Well, I had something I was going to do here, but you took too damn long telling your story. Uh, I got uh, some different profiling uh, examples. Oh. So if you were, which band would you go to see? Okay. I'm going to give you the profile of a person and then give you options of what artists they're going to see. Oh, I can do that. Okay. Well, I hope so, because I'm going to ask you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I like the last <laughs> one. All right, uh, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you how an airport worker was killed on the job and why a baseball team is being asked to change their name. All right, we'll get you all that here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. All right, here we go. Third round of headlines. Nikki D. Airline workers should get hazardous duty pay. H5. 
A crew member was killed by a plane engine at San Antonio International Airport. A Delta flight was arriving late Friday night. So this plane was taxiing toward a gate, um, single engine going. They're just landing, coming down. And all of a sudden, one of the workers was ingested into the engine. And, of course, <gasps> they passed away. This took place at San Antonio International Airport. And the airport released a statement saying they're deeply saddened by this incident. And they're working with authorities as they begin their investigation. I wanted to look up and find out, like, how you want to see it happen. No, I, now this I do Freak. not want to see because I saw a simulation Psycho. of it and it's brutal. No, I will not want to see this. Not at all. Of course that's, it's brutal. That's sad. Like, you want to see a real one happen? No, I don't. I, I don't want to see a real one happen. I can show you a video. Where you found one? I know of one. No, I don't want to see that. There was not a, that I don't want to see. There was a, two guys fighting and it was a propeller airplane and the guy in the propeller airplane died. And so he hit the, the the steering mechanism, so the plane just kept going around in circles, and the two guys are fighting. One's bigger, the other guy's a whip. And uh, and eventually, the littler guy with the whip uh, won the fight because the guy got chopped up in the propeller. Ooh, whoa, that is insane. No, 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 no. What are you trying to say if he's talking about a movie, Nelson? Because I, I see you, so now I don't think he's lying to me. He lying? He said a whip. Whip like he's like a whip, like a whip. No, I think he meaning like he's shorter than him, so he like whipped his butt. That's what I thought he meant. That's what it is. Yeah, that's not what he means. No. What do you mean? No, I mean that's what I meant. What you just said. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so then you talking about Indiana Jones or something? That is right. Yeah, that's the movie. See, Nicely I knew. Done. I knew it. Very good. When, what you, you said, knew what? When he you said don't that it's a whip. It. You didn't know nothing. To, you knew Indiana Jones because of the whip. Yeah. You didn't know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know nothing. Which I think wow. means she actually did know something. That's a double negative. Didn't know nothing. All right. But yeah, that's the only video I know of. I don't want to see that It was that nasty, video. though, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was nasty, that, what happened to that guy. <laughs> it's fake. I'm, this is real life. So, and this has happened more than once. You tell it's, you tell Indiana that it's fake. Oh, please, his ass kick. That is uh, fake. Get off my plane. <laughs> Not that, Indiana. <laughs> Not that Harrison Ford. Different Harrison Ford. All right, next one. This baseball team says they will do a name change when pigs fly. H6. There's a group called the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine wanting to get people to eat a more plant-based diet. Hmm, interesting. Now they have their sights set on the Macon Bacon. And the summer <laughs> baseball team says, not in our skillet. <laughs> There's a collegiate summer baseball team in Macon, Georgia, and, and they call themselves the Macon Bacon. And they have a seven-foot slice of bacon as their mascot. Of course, his name is... Uh, Sizzle. No, uh, Piggy. Uh, Seven foot slice of bacon. That would be Chub Chubs. That would be Oinky. That would be Kevin. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. Kevin Damn, that was bacon. my next one. Son of a bitch. So this animal rights group called the Physicians Committee reached out to them, and they want them to change the name of their mascot from Bacon. They wanted something more plant-based. And so they even gave them suggestions, telling them they could change their name to Faken Bacon or Mushroom Bacon. And the team says, we're not changing our name. Get out of here. Leave us alone. They're like, uh. Good for them. Yeah. I mean. Finally. It's, it's ridiculous. They're like. Is it a cave -in? They have um the the rights group was like they have all these um bacon named uh 
things at the concession stand and it's enough bacon to fill a ship. But here's some of the cool names of, of the food they have. They have six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh, that's clever. They have steak cut bacon and bacon loaded cheese fries. And they have options. That well, you know what they were there. called before the making bacon? What? They're making whoopee. No, I'm serious. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. Because also they have the Savannah Bananas over there, which, you know, was an internet sensation because they do all this goofy baseball stuff. Mm-hmm. But they just bring in tons and tons of people, you know, because they'll bring in ex-big Major League Baseball stars to come in for play a game. They dance during the game. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's nuts, but it works. That's what's great about Minor League Baseball. I'm pretty sure they were the making. So the making whoopee is their uh, hockey team. Oh, it's the it was the it hockey, was the hockey team. team. Okay, yep. sorry, sorry, my bad. But <laughs> you know, there, it's exactly- here's the thing: if this is the problem, it's very simple. Trust me, I'm not smarter than the average Joe. Uh, is people that are hell bent on what they believe is great to be passionate about what you believe in, what you like, what you want. The problem is, is not everyone's going to agree with you. No, and that's okay. But when you start forcing whatever it is that you believe that's not hurting you, nor are they hurting anyone else, if that's the case. They're not. Then shut up. Leave them alone. <laughs> Leave them alone. <laughs> like, nobody likes to be told what to do. Now, if you can have a mature, educated conversation with someone that welcomes that conversation and you explain to them why you feel that way, if they're, if they're open to it, then maybe... They might change or tweak the way that they think, possibly. But if not, you can't be mad. And this all goes back to, you know, that Richie Gervais conversation that he had. I don't remember when he did this interview, but he's like, you have got to be a nar- like the biggest narcissist to think that there's no one else on this earth that thinks differently than you. Right. Right. It's just, it, can you imagine if we all thought the same way? Like It'll that be goes a boring world. That goes against everything we believe in. Right. right? I mean, like, so so it's kind of contradictory of wanting people to everybody believe what you want to believe. Mm-hmm. Plus, your life would be boring. Very boring. And it's the opposites attract, right? That's why you got to work together with two different points of view to try to come in the middle. Now it just depends on how smart you are to do that. Mm. But that, you know, go after the base. You know, hopefully they're doing that just for the publicity. Well, they actually did want to have a sit down with them because their angle was that the bacon causes cancer. So they had an angle for why they wanted them to change it. What doesn't? I was going to say, I would welcome that conversation and bring in like five experts and go, we also need to discuss, you know, you guys are based out of and around there, there's a nuclear plant that causes cancer. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'll change the name of our baseball team if you pack up all of your things and Move to the safest place in the world. <laughs> Which is nowhere. I would love to do that. That'd be great. <laughs> All right. So you were uh, you believe yes. allegedly Nikki D believes that she was profiled going to the Blink One Eighty Two show. You don't believe it? Uh I don't not not believe it. Okay. If I can follow in Nelson's footsteps. <laughs> so uh we've got a couple different scenarios of possible profiling. Okay. I will give you the scenario, and then I will ask you who this person is going to see, what artist. Okay, so I get to do a little bit of both here. I get to use my detective work and my profiling skills. Sure. Yes, you get it. You get Boom. it all. You bring in the whole show together. Oh yeah. All right, we'll do that here in just a minute. It's the BS on Eddie and Rock. 
Yeah, that story you just did, Nikki, about the guy that was ingested into the plane's engine at San Antonio International Airport on Friday. Yeah. I'm reading that it was suicide. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. You want it to be quick, I guess. But was that quick? How could it get any faster? I, I feel like you still would have had to feel something initially. Well, it's it's just, I mean, this is such a weird gray area. Like, I mean, you know, because you obviously want anybody and everybody to get help that needs help. But then the other side of that is that people are starting to do this in the honest ways where Ugh. it could technically injure someone else. Oh, yeah. You know Absolutely. what I mean? I mean, you're doing that with a plane. I don't know if the plane was about to take off or or what. It was landing, but it could have spent around out of control or something, maybe. But also, I mean, what if somebody like a kid sees this and a kid is, you know, scarred for life and grows up to be a, you know, Mm. mass shooter? I mean, it's like all these things that you just don't take into consideration. Uh, It's horrible. But yeah, that's what what I'm reading now. So CNN.com saying airport worker ingested in a plane engine in Texas died by suicide. Medical examiner's office says. Because they were trying to figure out, like, what safety procedures, you know, were, were broken. I mean, means that guy got up in the morning, right? And because this didn't happen until about 1025. This, yeah, this happened late at night. All right. So he went the entire day, I'm assuming, you know. I mean, nobody goes to work at 10 o'clock. No. So, you know, he went to work, whatever, a couple hours, and he had this planned out. And he's like, this is the way it's going to be. That's oh, horrible. Very much so. I couldn't Like, I think even imagine. the thought process would kill me. Yeah, like just, just thinking the about it, the anxiety would just be like, oh, never mind. I can, you know, plane after plane, you're like, oh, I'm going to jump into that thing. And yeah, are you waiting for the right one? Is it like, like a is, wave? Uh huh. Is this? Did you always know it was going to be this one? God, that's horrible. Anyway, thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Nikki D. Claims that on Friday she was profiled as she was trying to park her vehicle to go into the Blink 182 show at the Golden One Center. Uh, has nothing to do with the Golden One Center or Blink-182. It has to do with the Hispanic man in the parking garage that looked at her and said, oh, you're not here for the show. Just to make sure. Everyone's clear. Everybody's in the clear. It's just one man we're talking about. One man and one man only. Nikki D was offended by that because her conclusion was, She's a black woman going to Blink-182 show. He didn't want her to park there. And maybe he was just trying to, like, be minorities helping other minorities out, you know, because you said he was Latino. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, I know. You just got turned around in the wrong spot. Let me help you out real quick. Get you out of this mess of white people real fast. <laughs> that's not what he said, though. I don't think that's the rules. I think you're breaking the rules, actually. Who's breaking the rules? I don't. Th- <laughs> what are the rules? Um. <laughs> well, I can't follow uh, hold on. you. <laughs> hold on for a second. Let me, let me think this one through. Yeah, let's I'm not following. Take a beat. Do you need to call a hotline of your own? <laughs> How do I say this? Uh, so if one minority profiles another minority, mm-hmm. isn't there like a code that it's understood that no. like we're all in this together? No, profiling I, is profiling. I think I... I I feel what you're where you're coming from. Yeah, I can't be the only person thinking that. No, well, that's kind of where I was making that. I brought it up from that angle because maybe it was just minorities sticking together. Right, that's what made me think of it. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, he was just like, you wouldn't see me dead at this show, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you must have got bullied into driving down this direction because people wouldn't get out of your way, ma'am. Actually, just go this way and you'll be free. Did he look around in your car? Maybe he thought you were kidnapped. 
Oh. Why would he think I was kidnapped? Like you needed help. Like you're not supposed to be there. Uh-oh. Somebody kidnapped you and took you to the blink one. Where's the white guy in the back? Uh-huh. No, he didn't look around. Him. Gun to the back of your head. <laughs> he only looked at me. Good. All right, here's some situations. Okay, I'm ready. All right, these are possible profiling situations. I'm going to give you the situation. Okay. I'm going to give you the profile of the person. And I got to pick which one's right. Yeah, and I'll give you three options of what concert artist they're going to see. One, two, three. Yeah. There are right answers. Okay. Okay. Braxton Rockefeller is a 23-year-old white trust fund baby out on the town in his brand new silver BMW. Is Braxton Rockefeller going to see A, Post Malone, B, Julio Iglesias, or C, Huey Lewis and the News? I would go with Huey Lewis and the News. And why? Because it sounds like a rich trust fund baby with an expensive car. And Huey Lewis and the News, I think, is a band that that he would see. Okay. That is incorrect. The correct answer is B, Julio Iglesias. (laughs) Actually, Braxton Rockefeller's mother only held him in pictures. Consuela, the nanny who really raised him, sang Julio songs to him to get him to go to sleep. (laughs) That's not true. true. So Braxton was going to see his childhood idol because of Consuela, the nanny, Introducing young Braxton to Julio Iglesias. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was profiling. Yes. See, you were wrong. <laughs> Caught profiling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see how this is going to go. Let me, hmm. let me redo my thinking. Well, I don't know. What does that mean, how it's going to go? This this is it's not going to be huh, what I think it is. Real people. This is science. <laughs> you're gonna, I dug these people up. You got an X for that one. You got that one wrong. Yeah, I know that. Okay. If you get all three of them wrong, you're a racist that works in a parking garage. (laughs) (laughs) That's the prize. (laughs) Are you ready? All right, I'm ready. Here's the next one. Jennifer Martinez is a 29-year-old Latina single mother who drives a beat-up 2004 Honda Civic hatchback with mismatched rims. Is Jennifer Martinez going to see A, Stevie B, B, Cardi B, or C, boys to men. Oh my gosh, this is hard. Okay, I think she's gonna go see boys to men. Okay, and why? Because she appears that she may be a little poor, and boys to men is a free concert, so she won't have to pay to get in. Well, I'm sure they often pay play for money as well. <laughs> I don't think they've reached. The depths of the music business where they're just playing for free. The mall. <laughs> Isn't Cardi B uh, Hispanic? Cardi B is Hispanic, yes. So you wouldn't think that Jennifer would want to go see 29? She can't afford a Cardi B ticket. Oh, okay. But she could afford a free ticket to Boys to Men. Yes. Not Stevie B. Stevie no B. No one wants to go see Stevie B. Only time anybody even step foot in Stevie B's is to eat pizza. Nobody knows him. That is incorrect. She's attending the Stevie B concert. No, she's not. Because. You totally made that up. Don't you dare give me an X for that. Heck no. She's attending Jennifer Martinez, the 29-year-old Latina single mother who drives a beat-up 2004 Honda Civic hatchback with mismatched rims. 
is attend. Listen to me. She's attending the Stevie B concert because, and I quote, she only pays to see the very best in R and B. I was thinking you guys are giving me real stuff. These are real people. These- oh no, this yes. is crap. I spent all weekend finding these people. Do you have Stevie B over there? <laughs> I, like I thought you'd have Stevie B to follow. Oh, up. Excuse me. That since is, Nikki thinks that nobody knows who he is. They don't. <laughs> All right, that's the second one. Oh, you guys got me. Okay, forget it. I thought this was real Show's over? <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Is that it? Show's over? Oh, my God. Why would you say these are not real? These oh are totally real. These are as real to I you as they are to the anybody first else. one. I really believed it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, here it is. I can see Jen Martinez in the front row. <laughs> She'd have no clue what was even going on at this concert. Dude, you are so wrong. Everybody oh. knows Stevie B. Nobody knows him. <laughs> Nobody but you, allegedly. Awesome 80s three-minute intro. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Go ahead, sing it. You know it so well. You love it. I will. When? It's like kicks in it. Yeah, it really kicks in. He's like, baby. <laughs> oh, why that's so funny, you guys. Everybody knows Stevie B. Like, remember earlier? Remember earlier we were talking about is there a band or an artist that just is it? You give them a pass? You give them a pass because they're at that level? Stevie B? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> you, I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you? All right, remember, this is the last one I got. I bet. If you get this one wrong, you're a racist Hispanic woman (laughs) that works at a parking deck. I love CVB. Okay, I got it. Uh, We got a request from Decal on Twitter. (laughs) OMG, play Spring Love. Oh, that's another one. That's another good one. Let me see that. Look, right here. (laughs) Wow. Oh, this This is is the Spring Love. Imagine TT on top right now. Just grinding away. It's hot. Windows are open. Birds are chirping. Oh my gosh. Starts this is moving. Not up, the song I will play. Moving his pelvis a little bit faster. <laughs> Getting to the beat. Yes. 
great song. Wait till this one kicks in. Watch this. I love how he sings over himself. You're just tuning in. This is 98 Rock. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. Turn it down. <laughs> I was in my own little world there. Sorry. I love Stevie B. Can He's... you throw like a raid or something in there? You want to cleanse the palate? So, so, the progr- so the program director doesn't like look at the what, media charts and it's just playing Stevie B. Like, I know I'm out of town, but what the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> All right, here's your last one. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Tariq Johnson, or Tyreek, depending on how close you are to him, is a 33-year-old black male driving 80s big body Delta 88. Tyreek Johnson is a 33-year-old black male driving in 1980s big body Delta 88. That's a Delta. It's a big body. Big like, a, like the Oldsmobiles and the the old style Cadillacs. Okay. Okay. Is Tyreek going to see A, Blink 182, B, Kevin Gates, or C, Michael Buble? Oh, crap. Who is Michael Buble? Uh, I don't know anything. It's another fantastic artist. <laughs> He's going to see Blink 182. Why is that? I need a reason. He's going to go see, see Blink-182 because he's profiled about his television watching, and he is a huge Kardashian fan, and he literally wants to go see Travis play the drums because he thinks he's awesome. Okay. That is incorrect. That's the third <laughs> one you got wrong. Oh, my wrong. gosh. <laughs> Tyreek Johnson, the 33-year-old black male driving the 1980s Big Body Delta 88, accidentally bought the tickets to see Michael Buble. He only listens to SoundCloud cloud rappers and he thinks he's attending Mickey Bubble. Oh, my gosh. I knew it was either going to be Blue Blade or you want to throw a trick ball and say he's actually going to go see Kevin Gates. Did you just say trick ball? <sighs> yeah. Again, this is 98 Rock. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what you need to do is like anytime we get on one of these runs, you need to have just like, there you go, like just something cleanse the to offset it. Yeah, to cleanse the palate. A piece of ginger between the sushi. Uh, bananas on the table at a yeah. Brazilian steakhouse. Yes. yes. Give me my bananas. Ridiculous. All right. Well, with all three of those wrong, Nikki D, we've come to the conclusion that you were not profiled Friday night. And matter of fact, you profiled the Hispanic man. <laughs> he actually, too, was going to see Blink-182, but you just automatically thought he worked for you. They don't even have parking attendants in those garages. Exactly. The guy was just coming up to your car to ask for directions. You just saw you just saw brown skin and said, "This must guy work must be here. working." Yeah. Forget the fact that he had on a red jacket. Yeah, that's the blink one eighty two. Yeah, yeah. He took off his pants and jacket. Yeah, thank you. And that's the whole album. God, yes. <laughs> Can we check in on our uh, kidnapped uh, young man? Yeah, we're going to check in on him after. See if he needs us for a second. (sighs) Also, uh, 
I know you got some of this Ocean Gate stuff. You know what? I didn't even think about how goofy it is. It's, I mean, the company's called Ocean, Ocean Gate. Gate. Right. <laughs> it wasn't until after the show on Friday that I was like, oh, my God, it's a perfect fit. All right. I know you got that in headlines. You got something? Yes. All right. So we get back. Uh, well, actually, yeah, we'll do that before headlines. I won't ruin your headline story, though. Okay. I think I know what it is. And you have the paper over there. Too. Yeah, Netflix is jumping in to take advantage. <laughs> God, of course. I mean, this is like, like really in, in bad taste. Internet's not very happy with right. them right now. And also, uh, if you missed it, uh, we have a, a, a listener, a 2% of that, that enjoys the program. He calls us from time to time. And we believe that he is being held against his will. <laughs> and so he hadn't eaten for a week because his mother locks him in his room. So I sent him some food. I just want to make sure that it was able to fit through the slot underneath the window. <laughs> so we'll, we'll call him Dinosaur Mike. We'll, we'll see if we can get Dinosaur Mike on the phone or at least have him make noises or blink loudly. <laughs> All right, it's the BS on 98 Rock. Coincidence? Netflix bringing back Titanic. July 1st. No. I don't think so either. Not at all. No. I it, it, It's it's never talked about, but it happens, and we know it. We just don't realize it. If you go through the menu on your television, right, whatever, whatever you have, you have cable, you have YouTube TV, whatever, you will notice that there's certain programming fitting the events of whatever is happening. <laughs> Obviously, if there's a holiday... You know, there's going to be movies that have to do with the holiday. That just yep. makes sense, Christmas, so on and so forth. But in real time, if there's something that's going on, if... Or now, a celebrity dies. Or a celebrity dies. Yeah, very they good. They play their movies. If, if they've got access to that library, they're mm-hmm. they're going to play it. Uh, and I guess even tragedy, I don't really... I didn't think about it. Uh, this one is... I mean, I, I, I mean, it's business, right? I guess, right? It's business and... You had the the creator of Titanic in the mix of everything that was mm-hmm. going on. So he's topical. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Very good. So that's why. Actually, he said, I wish I would have said something earlier. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people did. Right? <laughs> like, in retro, I could have saved lives. Were you telling me that there was something you were watching about the implosion? That's what everybody's wondering. Like, mm-hmm. how did, what was it like? So the the closest thing we have to footage of it uh, was that Mythbusters several years ago basically put this on display, only they did it in that old style. You remember when the Navy first decided to dive underwater and it was in the the big metal suit and uh-huh. the braided and all that, right? Cuba Gooding Jr. Yep, Man exactly. Mm-hmm. There you go. So in that style suit, they dropped them down to a couple of hundred feet. It was like 300 feet or something. And then they depressurized the suit because that's what it is, a change of pressure on one side to the other. And when it did that, all of the pig parts that they had put into the suit in the soft part all sucked up into the helmet. So essentially a human body would have crumpled into the helmet. The bell, as it's called, would not break. It's like a blender without the blade. Exactly. And it was just blood and guts that was inside it. The the only difference was because that was only at a couple of hundred feet and they didn't have the the ability to switch the pressure that fast, what happened in the sub, the submersible, would have been instant. Dang. Yeah, like like, tenths of a second. It was was Mm -hmm. like so quick that that you're saying that it would have happened. They wouldn't have even known it. Electricity doesn't have time to to go from the tip of your toe stubbing it into a wall to your brain in the amount of time it took the thing to collapse. Now, does the the submersible explode? Right? No, it 
it, it crumples in. It crumples in. Mm-hmm. So do the pieces fall apart? Yeah. I mean, at that point. Because like, they said they're still looking for. It yeah, would come apart, but it, it wouldn't be in like a big white explosion. Do you, leave, do you leave it down there? No, you have to go get it at least to get the people's bodies. I don't out know, of there. man. I think like that's hallowed. No... I think that's like hallowed ground now because the Titanic, and it's mm-hmm. now the lore is stay away from the Titanic. Yeah. We we get it. We've seen the movie. If you haven't, July first, Netflix, bring it back. We understand it. It's horrible. A lot of people lost their lives there. Stop going to look at it. There's no body to recover. Oh, there isn't. No, they no. said at best you'd be able to recover maybe a wedding ring because it might oh. not have been crushed in it. And you know somebody's trying to go down there and find that wedding ring. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going down there. Uh, where's our guy? That's not him. No, that's not him. Our guy's not answering his phone. Oh, he ate the food and probably took he a snoozer. He got snoozers. your phone. He got that food, and he's like, I'll holler at y'all later. God, well, I hope said, he's okay. You were saying something about it going to voicemail. But you were telling me before he got back in the room, right? He was going straight to voicemail. Did mom intercept? Yeah, you know, I was thinking mm. about that before we broke. Like, Maybe I should get a hold of DoorDash and see if there's, you know, somebody there. Yeah, was this successfully delivered? It said he it said was. it was on his on his yeah. thing. Did oh they say? Did they give you the picture to show you where they put the food? You want me to rate them? Oh yeah, they shared a drop off photo. Yeah, they show you oh, a picture. Oh damn, I didn't know that. So boom, it's there. It's dropped off. Uh oh, they dropped it off at the front door. He can't get there. <laughs> and then he got caught trying to go out and get it. Oh. I don't know. His mom might took that phone. The picture does show the eight padlocks. poor michael he's one of our our listeners our two percenters that calls in from time to time that's um if you can call us back mike call now we feel like he's being held hostage (laughs) he always sounds so sad yeah like he hasn't been able to get out i know dave you just hung up you're on hold so hi dave he came out on friday to twin peaks i was going to invite him out this Friday to uh, concerts in the park. Oh, but, Dave hung up? Yeah, Dave hung oh, up. Dave. Hey, uh, before we get to your headlines, let me ask you guys a question. This dawned on me. I forget where I was at, actually. This happened at two different places over the weekend. If there's a bathroom with a toilet, okay, now this is an all-gender bathroom, right? Everybody's going all-gender. Okay. All right. Actually, this place had a women's room and an all-genders room. They didn't even have a male bathroom. Mm-hmm. Oh. See, that's the new thing I've seen. That's crap. Mm-hmm. That's absolute crap. Anyway, there's a bathroom with a toilet and a urinal and one sink. Is that bathroom for two people or one or more than two people? Depends no. on the situation. If you're going in there with a person you know, both of you can go in. Yes. If it's strangers, one person. Yes. Is that I mean, rule? this is not jail. Yes. Okay. So the first, you're not talking about a stall. You're talking about an open air sit down toilet next to a, a yes, yeah. So the the bathroom that I went into, the guy it was unlocked. So I walked in, and I think the gentleman that was in there, this older guy, was under the assumption that it was public. Yeah, well, for more than <laughs> for one everybody. person. So I walked in, and not thinking twice, thinking the door's open. I mean, there was going to be a stall or something. Uh-huh. And like I'm just I'm kind of like in La La Land, and I walk in. The guy was at the urinal. And which is right next to the toilet, and neither one of them are. And then there was a wall, and then there was the sink. And I walked in, and I just kept walking towards the wall. And I stopped, and I turned around, and he was finishing up. And he looks at me, and I look at him, and I go, "I don't think I'm supposed to be in here right now." <laughs> no. What did he say? He goes, "Yeah, I don't think so either." I said, "Well, you didn't lock the door." Yeah. He goes, "Well, I just realized that I should have." And it was this really awkward 
situation between his pants is still oh down. So I started to walk out, and he goes, "Well, no, 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 I'm done now." And I'm like, "No, I got to start over." Right, reset. Right, yeah, you got to reset. Yes. So he goes, "Well, I just have to wash my hands if you want to." And I'm like, "No." no. But like, it, but if it were a bigger bathroom with stalls, yeah, it would have been fine. Even if it was one of those stalls that doesn't have a door, you know what I mean? As long as there was a stall. Yeah, that makes sense. What was the lock on the door like? Was it a normal, if you go in and one person use it, lock? Yeah, just like a push button on the handle. Okay, so then, yeah, he flubbed that. That's on him. That's only one person uses that. Right, but there were two, like, it's if you go into a normal men's room, there are journals right next to each other. Mm-hmm. And so guys are in there all the time. Guys will use the stall without closing the door. If weird. they're standing up, if they're going, oh. you know, number one. So... I'm going, well, what's the difference? Why there's can't- only two. That's the difference. It's intimate. Mm-hmm. Well, what if a third person joined us and they started? They went to the sink or they waited and they watched us? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Why, that would be very weird to just have a bunch of men standing there in line watching somebody use the bathroom. It happens all the time. Have you not been to a venue? Well, no. <laughs> Stupid question. <laughs> Nelson, have you not been to a, <laughs> yes. a venue where they had a trough? Oh, that's the worst. Isn't that the worst? Oh, my God. And yes. it's even worse when they have a step up to the trough. Oh, right. So you're on display. Yeah. So, like, you're on a podium and you're number one and down. Mm. No, no. It's no, weird. No. The, guys, the guy's bathroom situation, somebody needs to reinvent it. Someone needs to Airbnb that situation because it's a very odd, dirty, weird. Yeah. Uncomfortable, awkward. Agreed. Not well thought out plan. Not at all. Like, why is it even okay that you guys stand next to each other at urinals and use the bathroom? Make regular bathrooms with doors and stalls and give people their privacy. I like to go up to guy like I go up to the urinal in the bathroom and some strangers next to me be like, That's a badass watch, man. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't even like small talk with people. You definitely wouldn't do it in a bathroom. Breathing heavy. <laughs> Just as Good things, man. Good things. Just, is, to, just to see what the reaction is. Put your hand on his shoulder. Is that your wedding ring? <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Hey, man, you know you shouldn't bite your nails. <laughs> All things you shouldn't say to the guy at the urinal. Exactly. <laughs> hey, you need some lotion for those knuckles? <laughs> The uh, fourth <laughs> fourth round of headlines. What do you got? I want to tell you what Titanic song is trending and how beer can supposedly help you tan. All right, I, I thought that was your headline story. I was gonna I was gonna was. say that, but I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get you the fourth and final round of headlines here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Live or no? News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. I get sucked into that. You really do. I, lo- I love reading <laughs> troll comments. I do too. It's like because you because then you can like click on their profiles. Uh-huh. There's like I gotta tell you, there's a lot of chicks here in town that are dirty mouths. They mm-hmm. do. Like they wh- really do. Like y- you must be prostitutes. Because <laughs> you know what they say: it's a girl with a dirty mouth that's usually had something dirty in it. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. I have not heard that one, but I'm surely gonna steal it. I just made it up. Oh, I'm going to give you credit. But anyway, so <laughs> so you click on their profile and, you know, some of them are troll accounts where you see they'll have like two or three, you know, people yeah. or whatnot and stuff like that. And you're like, they're just made up. Um, but then you like see people with families or kids mm-hmm. or whatnot. I'm like, where do you find the time? Like, I can't, 
I can't even spend enough time in the gym that I want to spend in because I have things to do with my life. How do you find the time to do this stuff? They do now, it. I've always wanted to do like one of those cons, you know, like the dragon cons or something, mm-hmm. and call it Trollicon. And have Pretty people good. and have people that are tro- and like sit down and, and have a, a session and have them explain where they find the time and how like how much their life sucks. They're not gonna show up. A troll will not say anything they say online to your face. I've proven that time and time again. I've confronted quote unquote trolls, and me and Nelson was out when a troll was standing right in our face trolling. Oh, she until did. I stepped in his face oh. and confronted him, and then he backed down from everything he just stood there and said. Was he like, "This show sucks"? Yeah, that new yes. show sucks, and da da So I stepped in front of his face and I said, "Well, what about my show sucks?" Well, immediately started backpedaling. But not you, your show that you're on. It's the yeah, that's what he was doing. They're it, not going to do it. It's like that's the other thing I love because I don't like compliments. So I love when people hate. It's you know? much easier to take. Yeah, yeah it, right. So it's like you know I, I haven't had it. You know, no one's going to confront me because it's just not going to happen. But it, so it's funny to see that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and go uh, like it's been played. Doesn't matter. I posted this last night. I was like, doesn't matter what city, what state you're in, trolls are all the same. They have the same lingo. Yep. They say the same things. Mm-hmm. They react the same way. And they you're not doing anything original. No. You want to do something original? Don't say anything at all. Exactly. Keep your opinion quiet. Because that will stand out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just like, I'm going to stay silent. You know, but the like knowing our business and like when I say our business, the radio business, you don't know. Mm-mm. You don't have a clue. I've read some of these things. You're so far off. Mm-hmm. We have nothing to do with nothing. Mm-mm. I'm just trying to put food on the table for my family. Bite my ass. Right. You know, <laughs> if, you, if you're if you a dick on any of my social media, including the show, I don't care about algorithms. I just block you. Like, I don't, I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't, right on along. It doesn't phase me. The amount of people that listen to this radio station outweighs the five people that are complete ass jacks on, on the inner. And it's only five of you. <laughs> That's so. it. And but, your response to the people that say you're doing this from a bunker somewhere in a Washington mountain. It's very, very cute. <laughs> you guys remind me of like a masturbating monkey at the zoo. Like I just <laughs> can't stop watching you. Nope. But I feel bad because you're doing it in front of a bunch of people. So <laughs> 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 cute. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? Ocean Gate has made a once popular song resurface. H7. Oh, that's one of my favorite songs. But ever since Ocean Gate Submersible imploded, it's like people have ran to their phones to stream this song. This is Celine Dion. My heart will go on if you're not familiar. It's made popular by Titanic. And it was streamed after Friday when they announced that, you know, the people all had passed away 523,000 times. And, of course, like you just stated in the last segment, people are dragging Netflix because they're also bringing back the Titanic this coming Saturday. But they're also bringing back 100 other movies as well. So is it really because of this they're bringing it back? uh, 
Oh, so you're saying they always had the plan to bring back Titanic. It's not like On they July rushed. First. That's, I mean, that's what's being said. You right. know, I pulled up the list of movies that's coming back. So it's Quickly, outside of Celine Dion, name me another song that could be played uh, in coincidence with Ocean Gate. Um, in, in, oh, the, in the eyes of an angel? In poor taste? No. Yeah. Paramore, crush, crush, crush. Oh, I'm not familiar with that song. What yeah, about it's a big well, Paramore song? We're all in a little submarine. Oh yeah, uh, yellow submarine. Yellow submarine. Yeah, you can trend on that one. I don't yes, know that one. yellow, yellow submarine. <laughs> we all live in a yellow submarine. submarine. Yeah, that a one. Yellow submarine. You know that poor kid that was on that boat. So originally they said that he didn't want to go, but yeah, now his mother's speaking out saying that she was supposed to go, but he begged her to go. Oh. Mm. And he wanted to go mainly because he wanted to be the first person and only person to break the Rubik's Cube record. I did see that of him do, like wanting to do it underwater. Underwater, which is like odd. That's yeah. Odd. But I mean, if you're good at something, why not do it underwater knowing that no one else has probably done it? So that's cool. But the, you, can you imagine the guilt that the mother has? But I wonder oh, what happened to the footage of him doing it under there because he probably still recorded it. Well, we hadn't got to it yet. But I'm saying, is didn't he have his phone under there probably doing it and recording it? They can't pull it from his phone and uh, see what happened? What phone do you think is still around? No, she's talking but about like if like it went to the, the cloud. cloud. Come on, don't act like I'm crazy here. You think there's a cloud access? That he had an iPhone. I guarantee you he had an iPhone. I guarantee you he probably was down there doing a little video because you got to have the proof if you're trying to do a world record. Nikki. Are you following me? Yes, but they're, they're 13,000 feet underwater. I don't know how well the signal he's going to have. I don't think they had Wi-Fi. Well, that's what I mean. It's not a Delta flight. <laughs> so you're saying he didn't get to save to the cloud. Yeah. Okay, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Okay. It's fine. You're as bad as these kids these days. Mm-hmm. Where's the signal at? You just know the signal is everywhere. <laughs> what are you talking about? He couldn't save to the cloud. <laughs> I was just thinking they could pull it. I mean, they just phone. launched, right. and then they imploded, <laughs> and he's 13,000 feet underwater. <laughs> he's got 5G. I know he does. 5G, there it is. God. That's probably what made it happen. It like, caused the whole problem. Okay, you got me. I wasn't thinking about that. I just thought it probably was going See, because what I was thinking is that he wasn't really, his dad didn't give him any money. He ran out of prepaids. And so he didn't have any minutes to upload his Rubik's Cube video. I believe you. He's arguing with his dad because he just wants to upload to the cloud. So quick she turned on me. The cloud, Nelson. Like, okay, I get, I get it. Well, because I know you got an Android, so I thought you wasn't understanding what you I was trying we, to say. You think we ain't got cloud with Android? We call it something different. Google Drive. Okay, I got it. My bad. You're right. <laughs> and by the way, when it implodes, oh my God. I know he had an external hard drive with him. <laughs> there you got You got me there. You can't set an iPhone down too hard or the screen's going to crack, but I'm sure it survived. And it was from Seagate, so you know it's going <laughs> to survive. That's a brand, by the way. Nobody didn't get that joke. All right, second story. Yet another dumb TikTok trend is trending. H8. The videos have millions of views. A glowing tan from a simple spray. So it's a trend that's been going on, I guess, the last couple of years with um, people of a lighter shade melanin wanting darker skin so uh here we go with the latest trend Uh, in order to tan according to metro 
TikTok has these videos going around where people are going to the beach and other places and pouring beer over themselves and then laying out to tan. So now the expert es, ugh, experts are saying, do not do this because it's going to increase the risk of you getting a sunburn, also skin cancer. Yeah. Just don't do it. Oh, do the old fashioned way. Go get in a tanning bed or put on some stuff and lay out. There's no SPF in beer. 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 And I be careful you if you're, you know, putting Bud Light on you because you know what's going to happen. Oh, no. <laughs> They're going to get canceled. No, no. no. Once works. the sun kicks in, you turn genders. <laughs> you are so bad. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, knew a, I knew a guy, well, now a girl. Did that whole TikTok trend. <laughs> Thank God he was Chris, so we're still calling him Chris. <laughs> Just with a K now. Right, yeah. Good name. Yeah. Oh my God. We were the first to hate on Bud Light. We knew it all along. <laughs> no one would listen to you, though. Nobody listened to us, no. Turned four of my friends female. But they identify as men. They identify as Miller Lite drinkers, actually. <laughs> but they tan with Bud Light. Well, right. <laughs> That's what you do. All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns. 916-909-0985. Text as well there. Messaging data rates apply. 916-909-0985. Tell you about Friday. Something very cool you can win with us on Friday if you'd like to join us. Uh, other than that, roll some credits and get out of here. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Did you take the crunch back? Uh, crunch, what was it crunch wrap? Uh, my cousin was not home, so no, I have not taken it back yet. You had to go to what, San Jose? Mm-hmm. Did you fix it? For the most part. What I thought we were for gonna, the most part? I thought we were going to get the cousin on. She, I don't have her information, but I don't think she's coming on. Why? I can give you her number. What? Because I wanted to just like Jesus. Look at I this. Just, we, I mean, he I doesn't to, want to tell her on air that he tore up her car. I just, I'm just trying to end the show. Asking <laughs> just a simple question. I don't need you to get all feisty over there. Damn. Relax, dude. Damn. I know because it's like he thinks she's gonna be mad at him. If she's he probably tells her on not air. gonna be mad at me about it. But I'm just serious. You ruined her car, dude. You just ruined her car. What haven't you fixed it? Like, the paint it didn't look as good as I wanted it to, so I was going to try and match it a little better. The blue doesn't match the red. <laughs> <laughs> what about that piece you broke off the back? Did you get a new replacement oh, yeah, for that no, one? That's, that's not, that, we're not getting that. What about the window? Window's fixed. He fixed the window himself. What about the light? Light fixed, baby. Okay, baby. But he had a dent in it, remember? It was a dent, was above, and it, yeah, it was like a, not even a pole, it was like. <laughs> so what about the dent? The den is mostly taken care of, but I was gonna try and like. Did you try to do it yourself and I like did. suck it out? I, did, did. I bought a I bought a kit off of Amazon. Yeah, with you got a little dent puller. That's an that's an art form. By the uh, yeah, way. it's not. Yeah, yeah. You probably made it worse. I didn't make it. I didn't make it worse. Can you put bumper stickers on the spots? Oh, that's really good, actually. But that's... you can't take somebody's car back with something on it they didn't have on it. So if I let you borrow my car and you brought it back with stickers on it. I'd be more pissed than whatever you did to tear it up. But the lift gate opens now, which it didn't do before. So I, I fixed that. I agree, but we're talking about a 93 Ford Explorer. But you're still, right. that's her car. You can't just do whatever you want to somebody's car. But she doesn't really drive it. What is she into? Is she like a big political person? Is she a big band person? Like, oh, I'll have to look into that. Like, like, what's something that you could get a bumper sticker like, I had to get this for you? Probably now, some the, cheesy something about wine. She likes wine. 
Okay, stop whining. And oh, that's good. If you're too close, you you're whining or uh, something yeah. like that. You know? <laughs> Some kind of whine pun. But the problem is, it's going to go on the side of the car, right? Is that where the dent is? Mm-hmm, that's right above the tail light. Yeah, bumper stickers usually aren't on the side of cars. Well, I have to get several bumper stickers. I'll make it look like a thing. Where'd you get like those fake bullet holes? Oh, that's good too. Or one of those uh, stuffed I... animals that's like half in and half out. Or maybe I'll take my actual gun and shoot it. I do live in a seedy part of, mm-hmm. of Arden. Oops, sorry. Say it just happened. Exactly. Like literally. Oh, here it. Here's what you do. <laughs> I got it. All right. I totally got it. I got it. <laughs> I want her to come on, but not a good idea. But if she does, I'm that's okay. cool. I'm All happy right. with that. To get you out of this, mm-hmm. okay, because it's only the, the issue in question is just a small dent on the side. Yeah, it's right above where the taillights at. Okay. Explain to me her neighborhood and her house. Like, is it old school kind of cookie cutter neighborhood or, or what? Yeah, it's, I would say that. It's a nicer neighborhood, but it's like not, I guess they're not all stamped out, but it was like right at that transition point where they started stamping houses out. Okay. Can she see you driving up? No. Okay. Is there a stop sign by her house? Yes. How far? Uh, I mean, it's half a block, maybe. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, like, stage an accident. Right by her house. Oh, perfect. You know? And then call her and go, oh, my God, can you come out here? And then now we'd have to come up with a story that she would, she like dogs? She does. Okay. This cockapoodle came out out of nowhere. (laughs) And and cut, you got to cut, you're going to have to blade yourself. I'm fine with that. Yeah, so have a razor blade. Uh Cut your forehead. Oh, yeah. You sweat a lot, just like a wrestler. Oh, yeah. So blood will get, and so... Can you like get one of your wrestler buddies to give me some tips on the best place to slice? Oh, it'd be up here in your uh, forehead, in the creases. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can tell you that. Okay. But that's not gonna work because of the simple fact that. Oh yeah, it is. You've already tried to cover the dent up. It looks covered. I'll up. redent it then. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to redent it. Yeah, we could. Oh but, my gosh! Listen, it wasn't like I did it professionally. It was like I got some fix-it paint from a, a uh, parts place. Or, we can sand that off. Here's another idea. Now this probably would work even better. <laughs> If you can find some roadkill, okay, bring it with you. <laughs> do the same setup. Uh-huh. Take the roadkill and slam it in the side of the car. Oh yeah, and then put it right next to the car, and say, "Can you come out here and help me real quick?" Oh my god, look at this deer! Where did this it come deer from? ran into the side of your car when I was at this stop sign. Where's the rest of the deer? That's just. <laughs> He's moving really fast. <laughs> who's going with you to take this car? Because who's traveling with a dead deer? I mean, it's me and the kids. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> They'll be fine. They car- smell worse. I was going to say, the car's not going to smell any different than it does right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So how are you going to get it down there? Didn't you ever? The down a- there is the easy part. It's getting me and the kids back. That's Did- what I was worried about. Didn't you ever, as a kid, have to cover something like this up to your parents? Yeah, but I was not very good at it. I always got busted out. So I, I remember, so I, follow me here. Okay. But my second stepfather was very wealthy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he uh, designed, God rest his soul, he was, he was a great guy after he and my mother got divorced. We became very close. Uh, he designed, he went to Harvard. He designed the first Pepsi plant in Japan. He was an engineer. And, uh, the house that we eventually moved in, he actually built. He, he drew out, did all the blueprints and stuff. In this house, there was an elevator. Ooh, nice. Yeah. There's only nice. two stories, but there was an elevator. 
and he and he put it in there because the neighborhood that we lived in was for all you know there was a lot of older people there and for resale value. Oh, thinking ahead, thinking ahead. Uh, not that we needed it, but it was kind of cool as a kid. You know, you had an elevator in your house. Anyway, so one night, uh, they every night they went out to dinner. Huh. They always went out to dinner. And the elevator was right next to the door that went into the garage that came into the kitchen. And my mother and I get get in this screaming match. I was furious, and I had a bad, bad temper up until about three months ago. <laughs> I was going to say, when did that drop off? Right. <laughs> I had a really bad temper as a kid. So she leaves, and as soon as I slam the door and they pull out of the garage, I punch a hole right through the door. Oh, no. I'm like 16 years old. That was a pretty Ooh, big 16-year-old. Punched a hole right there. It wasn't a solid wood door. It was a hollow door. So oh. I punched a hole right through the door. And I hit the little gate in the in the thing. Huh. And I'm like, and then it hits me. Oh, how do I? What the? What are you going to do? <laughs> God. Hey, baby. Oh, so I forget the, the whole story behind it, but I think she needed me to get something. Like, she needed me to get the ladder and get something because in the living room, it, like, went straight up. And then there was, like, kind of a balcony into where their bedroom and their office was. So she needed me to get, get on the ladder and get something. So I took the ladder and I slammed it into the door so it fit the hole. He broke the hole wow. bigger and made it ladder shaped. And I, and, I, <laughs> and I left it there until they came home. And then I fell on the ground as they came in. And I was like, oh, my God. Genius. And she was like, oh, my God, what happened? I said, I was doing the thing with the thing. And the- wow. Thank <laughs> God. Are you okay? Oh, my God. And the Oscar goes to. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I was so good. Like, I should have been an actor. I was so good. I pulled stuff off to still to this day. She has no idea. <laughs> Until now. Isn't that good, though? That is great, actually. Yeah. The old ladder in the elevator door. All right. Nikki D, what you got? Uh, the BS will Uber eat for you. Yeah, we know. We'll find out maybe tomorrow. Hope he's okay. Nelson. <laughs> I'm going to spend the better portion of the night researching the, what'd you call it? The cloud? Is that what it was? The cloud. Clout. 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 The clout. Cloud. Claude. Whatever. I'm an Android user, so I don't know about the cloud. The cloud. <laughs> Concerts in the park this Friday. We'll all be out there. Stop on by. Uh, look for the 98 Rock booth. And possibly win yourself a $250 gift card to Smart and Final. Concerts in the park this Friday. So hope to see you out there. At Listen to the BS on social media. Give us a follow at The Bailey Show on YouTube. Get the podcast, please, on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. We appreciate you listening. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your day slash evening. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3. Yep! That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What?